from days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe comes a legend. Star Joe's Podcast, episode 225, I Find Your Lack of Pants Disturbing. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm Chuck, and I'm wearing pants. <laughs> You're not supposed to be wearing pants today. It's your birthday. Well, the birthday, yeah. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I am taking the pants off. <laughs> thank God it's not a video podcast. <laughs> For Patreons, uh, just pay the extra couple bucks. <laughs> And we'll go pantless. All right. Uh, you'll go pantless. <laughs> if we sit behind a desk, it doesn't matter. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> uh, I still don't know if I want to be in the same room with you when, uh, when that happens. <laughs> uh, we've had hotel rooms where we're all walking around in our underpants. That is very true. Very, very true. Um, so, uh, so yes, uh, for people who don't know, uh, this is how much this guy cares about doing this show for you guys. It is, it is his birthday today upon us recording this. And today is my birthday, is, yes. So what does it feel like to be 53? Oh, my God, I don't know yet. <laughs> next year, next year. No, you're in your, you're in your mid-40s now. Yeah, 44 today. Yeah, right, right, smack, almost right in the middle. Just kissing yeah. the middle part right there. Halfway to fifty almost. Yeah, how's it feel? Not too bad. I mean, I, I feel fine. My ankles were a little sore this morning when I woke up, but yeah, they're sore most every day when I have to work hard the next day before. So yeah, the bodies just don't bounce back like they used to. <laughs> they don't. They don't. I was raking leaves on Sunday uh, and and uh, well Saturday, and then I did some other stuff on Sunday, and my yeah. elbow on Monday hurt like hell where I couldn't straighten it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. It's like no, this is it's wrong. Like tennis elbow, I've had that before. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then just but I, but I played tennis when I had it. So. Yeah, I was just raking leaves. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then and then this morning it felt fine, but I got a leg spasm just because I stretched. 
<laughs> I've done that. Yeah, you stretch too hard, you pop something. You're yeah. like, oh my god. Right. Yeah. Like this getting old. Shit sucks. <laughs> I sits for the birds. I remember when I used to be able to get up, get out of bed, and run and jump and do things. Now right. I get out of bed and I walk like a little old man to the bathroom and take a, my morning pee. And I'm like, right. after like ten minutes though, I'm totally fine. It's just, a, I guess like you're just so stiff in the morning. I don't know. Yeah. Chuck, when we started this, we were like our early 30s. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Now we're mid-40s. Now, we go another 10 years, we're going to be in our early 50s. <laughs> I'll be right there with you, brother. I'll, I'll still do the show. I don't care. Right. We'll have eight listeners yeah. that left at that point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rock, Sam, Travis, all you guys, all eight of you. Yeah. iTunes won't even exist anymore. We'll have to email out the episodes. <laughs> yeah. Transcript, and we'll just send you the, the link. Right. Uh, no, nah, but today we're recording today. Today's Tuesday, the 9th of April. It is my birthday. I am 44 today. Yeah. You got some uh, nice cannolis waiting for you at the end of the night? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had one before we recorded. Nice. Yeah, my uh, fiance Carla, we didn't – it's just the two of us here. The, the kids are with their mom, so we didn't want to get a whole birthday cake and right. have it waste and stuff like that. Well, so. you wanted to, but yeah. It's not, yeah, but, not a good yeah. idea. I don't, I don't need to. <laughs> So we stopped at the bakery and got a couple of cannolis. Nice. Um, we went out to dinner today uh, to some... Old Carol Old Carolina Barbecue Company. Yeah, it's good stuff. That was so good, man. It reminded me of back in Charlotte when I was back there. Yeah. Really good barbecue. Yep. Yeah, I like that place. It's good. Yeah, we got up and got going this morning, and she took me out to breakfast. We went to the local place here called Tony's, and they had a breakfast special. Uh, for like two ninety nine or three ninety nine, you get a couple of eggs, uh, uh, breakfast meat, uh, hash browns, and a couple pieces of toast. Nice. So yeah, just you know, then we went and got a couple of errands uh, done. We wanted to get done. She went to the bank, and uh, we had to go to a couple other things. And we stopped and got some hand soap for the bathroom because we were out of hand soap. You know, just just, just typical just, nonsense. Just ex- exciting day. <laughs> yeah, like my birthday is I buy hand soap. <laughs> And then uh, what else did we do? Um, we came back to the apartment and chilled for a little bit and got ready and went to uh, went to dinner. Yeah. Oh, my mom sent me uh, a birthday package. Nice. She sent me a couple of uh, polo shirts, which was nice. Very cool. Uh, it's uh, West Virginia uh, College in West Virginia called Marshall University. Okay. They're I thought you were about to West tell, Virginia. I thought you were about to tell me it's a West Virginia tradition that you send polos to somebody for it's their birthday. It's a West birthday. Virginia tradition you send polo. No, it's uh, in growing up in West Virginia. There's there's basically two colleges. There's yeah. the University of West Virginia Mountaineers in Morgantown, WVU, yeah. and there's Marshall University, the Thundering Herd, which right. is in Huntington, and that's the that's the closest one we live to Huntington. And it was like basically like we were like 45 miles south of Huntington. Gotcha. So I would equivalent it to, like, the, the Ohio Northern Bobcats okay. in Ohio State. Gotcha. They're both, you know, Division One schools are both in there, but one's in, like, the Big Ten and one's in Conference USA. Right. But West Virginia's in the Big 12, and uh, Marshall's in the uh, the MAC. Yeah. No, Conference USA now. No. They were in the MAC. They were in the MAC, now they're in Conference USA. Okay. When I lived there, they were in the they were in the Mac. Mac, yeah. So was Toledo, which is where I went to school. So yeah, yeah. So that's I mean that's basically it. She 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 sent me a, a couple of uh, polos from Marshall University. Yeah. Um, 
Carla, my fiance, got me a Marvel trade of Deadpool Kills the Marvel Universe. Nice. So I started reading that. A um, lot of texts uh, from people. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate all the yep. birthday well wishes. I, Even some fans of the show sent me some uh, nice. birthday wishes and stuff like that. So that was really cool. Thank nice. you all very much for that. I appreciate it. I had so much fun putting together the birthday, happy birthday uh, meme for you. Yeah, that was good. I, <laughs> I just typed up, I typed up birthday schwitz, and that's what came up. <laughs> Boom! There it is. I was like, <laughs> just a happy looking. So uh, one guy um, that I work with, Mike Neville, uh, he he asked which one of them was Billy in the picture. <laughs> I said, I think it's the enthusiastic guy in the front there. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I'm glad you had a good birthday. I like that's like when you get older. Like the big thing for me with my birthday is I just don't want to work that day, and, yeah. and I want to do whatever I feel like doing that day. I don't expect anything from anybody else other than just <laughs> let me do whatever I want to do. <laughs> and that's basically what I was uh, doing. I, I normally today is Tuesdays are normally my day off yeah. where I, where I work at, so it just. You know, Happened coincidentally fell out. on my day off, so it was awesome. Yeah. And I, I thought that Carla had another clinical rotation, so she was going to be gone most of the day. But it turns out she was finished, so she actually had the whole day off with me. That's so it was awesome. really nice. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Very so cool. we just kind of bummed around and spent the day together and just kind of kept it low-key, chilled out. Nice. Very cool. Had barbecue and cannoli. Can't beat it. No, you cannot. That's that's a good day right there. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. All right, so uh, what we are doing for this episode is uh, we weren't sure who was going to be showing up at this episode, basically. <laughs> so, yeah. I like how those other slackers didn't get their ass in gear and bring I it, but I brought it on my birthday. That's right. And, right. And we'll always remind them of that. It's like, look. You did, you, and John's complaining he had to drive eight hours yeah, or something, but yeah, I, something I don't ridiculous. know. You could call John in. Needs, John needs a chauffeur. You could call in on the road. John needs a chauffeur. He, does he drives a, a lot. Yeah, he does need a chauffeur. It's like driving Mr. Thurman. Depending, and depending on the price, I'd be willing to be that chauffeur. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Robert just never responded. So it's just that's just Robert being Robert. Right. It's it's Rob, Robert was the one that said, "Hey, every if we do every other Tuesday, I can plan for it, and I will be there." <laughs> this is this is every other Tuesday, Robert. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> Um, so because it's just Chuck and I, we, uh, we had a plan in case there was more people showing up, we were going to cover a GI Joe episode, uh, issue. And, uh, but then since it's just Chuck and I, we're going to actually do our top 20 star Wars characters. Um, so just like we do with Joe, plus we've been doing, we, we just did like two episodes of GI Joe. So like it's time to touch another property for a moment. So, <laughs> um, right. so, uh, so we're going to do our Star Wars characters here. I do have uh, some from the listeners. Um, much like the Joe, I don't know if it was the same for you, Chuck, but much like the Joe one, this one I changed my list multiple times, and even up to the point of the show being recorded. And although I will say I think it was a little less difficult for me with the Star Wars ones because there was just ones that just completely stood out for me like that I, I just went with. <laughs> How, how yeah, tough was, was it putting, for you doing yours? When I put my list together, there was ones like a handful of characters where you know it's like, 
there's there's your top five right there and you just rattle them off and you're like yeah these guys are are in the top five and these are probably the next group of five and here's another group and another group i gotta sort these ones out and yeah here's here's the last of them you know it's just like it was it was a lot easier for this one than it was the gi joe one yeah yeah uh, I don't have a. I, we talked about before the show. I don't have a lot of honorable mentions. I have a couple. Um, and, yeah, I've got a couple. Yeah, and for the most part, uh, there's one exception on my list. For the most part, I did stay away from. Uh, much like you were mentioning when we did the Joe one, as far as like there being like when I picked like the Ice Viper and stuff like that, I did stay away from groups of things such as like Ewoks or Stormtroopers or something like that. <laughs> Um, so I could have very easily put like biker scouts on my list because I love biker scouts, but I, I stayed away from that. There is one exception of that on my list, but, um, yeah, I mean, some of the ones even had names and stuff like some of the Ewoks had right, names and right. stuff were probably like Chief Chirpa and Wicked, right. so. Right. Um, and thanks to like, uh, Clone Wars and stuff like that, a lot of the troopers have names now too, so, uh. Yeah, true. Very true. But, uh, but yeah, so like I said, I didn't. Put so, so anyone anyone that knows me might be shocked to like well, why wasn't a biker scout on his list or a shadow trooper or something like that. And it's just I stayed away from that type of stuff for this list. Uh, like I said, there is one exception to that, but for the most part, I stayed away from that. So, <laughs> droid number three in the background. Right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, Jackson. Jackson's on yeah. the list. <laughs> oh, Jackson over the rabbit. Yeah, the green rabbit. Yeah, nice. Which, by the I way, I was gonna I was gonna put the gonk droid on mine, but I didn't know where to put him. <laughs> I know gonk, where you can put gonk, him. Gonk. Yeah. The, uh, I, by the way, though, uh, Jackson reminds me he is actually gonna appear again in a Star Wars Adventures <laughs> issue coming up uh, from IDW. <laughs> oh, cool! They've been doing the Star Wars Adventures, and they're actually bringing Jackson in for uh, one of the issues. So I thought that was cool. Nice. Yeah. Way to bring him back into continuity. So. Yeah. Why not? And they're doing, uh, for those that don't know, they're, Marvel's also going to do issue 108 of the Marvel run. Uh, oh, okay. It's going to be one last issue of that series. Now, the one thing I'm hoping for, or maybe it will happen, is if that one issue sells really well, maybe they'll decide just to keep continuing it. Kind of like what they keep did. Keep going with it. Like yeah. did with uh, G.I. Joe. So um, It's probably a test issue or something. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what they do, because I feel like the the original run had kind of a closure and ending to it, but now I've read a, only a couple of issues of the original Marvel run. Yeah. I, I didn't get it and follow it. Like I did with GI Joe and stuff like that. I only had a couple of issues Yeah, and they, I don't even think they were self-contained issues. They were part of another story. Right. So I, I haven't read a lot of star Wars comics at all. Yeah. I've read the, old, the older stuff. Yeah. The newer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I've read um, I I read more Star Wars Marvel issues than I read of GI Joe, but I also have not read all of it. Uh, I'm too much like Joe. I'm covering it all on the show. Um, but Dark Horse, I read all of Dark Horse. Like there isn't an issue of Dark Horse Star Wars that I have not read, and there's not an issue of the current Marvel Star Wars that I have not read. So, well, there's issues I have haven't I haven't read because I'm behind on them. But <laughs> yeah, but you but you have them I have them all yet. to read. Yes. So, right. So, uh, all right. So, uh, so go, we'll go ahead and kick things off. Uh, go ahead with your number twenty. Number twenty is Emperor Palpatine or Darth Sidious. Nice. Yeah, giving some love to the prequels. Nice. 
I always I always liked the way the Emperor started out. Like he was like Chancellor Palpatine and Senator Palpatine, and he, he you you know by just watching it, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like he he's going to end up becoming the Emperor, and he turns you know the the young little Anakin and yeah. in, into Darth Vader. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there, well, and uh, Black Series. Uh, our friend Nick uh, messaged me today. Black Series has kind of come out with an Emperor Palpatine in his throne. Yeah, in the throne in the chair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that looks awesome. Um, yeah. One thing before we continue on the list, though, I'm just I have an idea of who your number one is, and I'm just curious if you're going to shock us again. <laughs> I'm just going to say <laughs> there may be there may be some shocking in the top. Five, okay. I'll say. Okay, but I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not going to say anything more than that. Other than I, I do have a guess in my mind of who your number one is, and I will be shocked if it's not number one. So that's all I'm going to say. So all right, all right. But yeah, no, Palpatine, I, I'd like him as a character for sure. Um, I never got into the Chancellor part of him. I do, li- I did like learning about his origin. Some, it's somewhat of an origin for him. We still don't know about his stuff before that. Um, so. I do like him, but I liked him more when he's the grizzly old man egging Luke on. Like, like. Yeah, I just thought they went into more depth and more detail yeah. of him working his way through the political, yeah. just to dissolve the Senate. Yeah. So he can become one galactic empire. That, that that's the whole thing of it. Yeah. He was like a, a senator from Naboo, and he rose to, you know, chancellor, and then the, you know, emperor and. Yeah. So, yep. just that political climb. There's so much there you can do stories with. Yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> my number twenty is uh, Bosk, the bounty. Hunter. Oh, okay, nice. The um, bounty hunter. Yeah, absolutely love Bosk. I I like his look. The reason he's number twenty is they really have not done much with him. <laughs> There's been a couple of uh, episodes of the Clone Wars. Uh, about him and the other uh, Trandoshans yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yeah, they could really flush him out a lot more yeah. if they wanted to. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just, I love his look. I love, I have the uh, Force Unleashed uh, plastic statue of him. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a really cool looking uh, piece and everything. Um, that's who Brian Shearer drew for me. He was like, tell me your your favorite B-level character like or Z-level character from Star Wars. So I told him Bosk, and he drew an amazing uh, Bosk for me. Um, the If I remember right, I think this is for Bosk, the suit that he wears in, in the movie is actually an old Doctor Who spaceman suit. That was, yeah, was yeah, used. that's true. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool when I found that out. So, but yeah, like I said, lo- uh, love Bosk even, but like I said, I wish they would kind of do more stories with with him. Uh, they seem to be doing more with some other bounty hunters uh, outside of just Boba Fett, but they haven't really done much with him. So, yeah, it's one that uh, Star Wars can do a comic on. Yeah, for sure. Yep, even if it's just a one shot or something. So, um, yeah. And well, they uh, can do a group of one shots and put it all together in a collected trade of just called the bounty hunters. Yeah, exactly. All right, you're uh, number nineteen. Number nineteen might uh, surprise and shock a few people, but uh, when I when I ranked them all out, this is where this little guy fell. Okay, it's, uh, it's R two D two. Oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> He's the reason they're all alive. <laughs> Quite true, but bastard. <laughs> I, 
You did that just to spite me. No, no, I did not. I did not. <laughs> I like R2-D2. He made the top 20. He's just... He's, he's not above other characters, and there's other reasons why the other characters are higher. Maybe it is because of, uh, you know, personality, voice, and stuff like that, but he, he, he is very uh, pivotal yeah. to the role of the Rebels. Yeah, he is. I'm yeah, going to give you there. as much shit about R2-D2 as you gave me about Storm Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> he's on the list. He's, Storm Shadow is on the list, too. <laughs> Way lower than he should have been. So was R two. They would all be dead if it wasn't for R two D two. Like multiple times. I'm not talking about just once. I'm like many times over. They would all be dead. Well, yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. You son of a bitch. <laughs> all right. Uh, I like R two. Don't get me wrong, but not enough. <laughs> all right, you're number nineteen. I have. Well, we'll get into it later, because you know he's coming up later. <laughs> I guess, yeah. If you don't, you When have, we get to the top three. If you don't know he's coming up later, you have not known me long enough. <laughs> All right, my number 19 is Ayla Sakura. Nice. Um, she would be higher on the list, but out after uh, Disney took over, uh, they really didn't do much else with her. Dark Horse did did a lot of expansion with her. Uh, they yeah. were teaming up with Quinlan Voss. It was like, they did a lot of stuff with the character. She is in the movie. Uh, she's in Revenge yes. of the Sith. Um, and <laughs> briefly. Briefly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, Until she's killed. Spoiler. <laughs> and she has, a, uh, she did appear in a, uh, Marvel comic, but again, they just haven't done a lot with her, but I love her design. This, you know, this blue, uh, Twi'lek, uh, Jedi. She's, she just looks cool. She, you know, it looks like she can kick ass. And like I said, I love the backstory that they gave her in the Dark Horse comics, but they just haven't done much with her recently. So much like Bosk, so that's why she's at number nineteen. But I absolutely do love her as a character. Yeah, that's another thing I was going to say. Much like Bosk, they they could definitely flush out some more with that character. Yeah, for sure. All right, your number uh, eighteen. Number eighteen is a is a new character, uh, Ray. Nice. So I'm all over. I'm a prequel stuff. I'm giving you all original trilogy, and I'm giving you new stuff. Yeah. In the bottom three, right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've seen Ray in a couple of movies now. Yeah. yeah. Love the character. Yeah. I just like, like I said, I'm waiting for the story to be complete. Yeah. Maybe she will go higher on the list, but as of right now, where everything stands, we're going to put her at number eighteen. Yeah. Uh, very, very very good character yeah. um a lot of things going on with her but again it, we don't really know all the complete story about her yeah and i think robert and i talked about this when we talked about like last jedi and, and stuff was that um i people call her a mary sue i don't see her as a mary sue um <laughs> i don't either she just she grew up in a plant on a planet where she had to fend for herself and learn how to survive and some of that involves you know working on ships and, and being able to take them apart and everything else for scrap. So the thought that she could fly a ship does, to me doesn't sound that unreasonable. And the fact yeah, that she, same thing. And we see her and when it opens up, the movie opens up, she's inside of a, an, a walker an ad at walker yeah. or a star, you know, right. destroyer. Yeah. And, and she's like you said, she's 
scrapping and finding parts. So right. you, you, you're going to know what the parts you're looking for. You're going to know what to do. Right. So, of course, because you want to know what the most expensive parts are that what you're looking for to get the most money out of it. Yeah. So when it when she's on the, and you obviously don't want to blow yourself up, which could happen if you pull the wrong part off of an old ship that's crashed or something like that. Right. Yeah. So the fact that she knows mechanics of the Falcon and everything else and knows how what to do with it and make it better and so it does not surprise me at all. <laughs> Um, well, and two in the movie too, we see her uh, in one of the flashback scenes. She was dropped off with Uncar Plot as right. a young child. Right? Maybe he had the Falcon at that time already. Right. And part of her jobs and duties were, you know, as a kid, it. maintaining it or you know, cleaning it or right. Who knows? Yeah. And then the whole, you know, people are like, oh, well, she's she knows how to use the Force so well. Well, it's like she tapped into it, and she struggled with tapping into it. But like, she was also fighting. A wounded dark, you know, dark Jedi. So it's not like oh, she was fighting someone in their prime. She, he was, you know, Kylo Ren was wounded, and yeah, and she was angry. She tapped into her anger, which was the worst thing she could do. And then later on in in the Last Jedi, she gets trained. So of course she's going to be a better lightsaber fighter at that point because she's been trained now. So I just don't see her as a Mary Sue. I don't think she has the. I don't think she's able to just solve every problem because she just knows how to do stuff. I think the stuff that she knows how to do makes sense for how she knows how to do it. Yeah, and if you're comparing that, look at look at the first movie in Star Wars. Luke didn't know he had any right. Force abilities or anything like that. Right. He meets Obi Wan Kenobi. He trains for a little bit on the the Falcon. Right. You know. Well, and look at Ray. Also, and then look- he, he makes the he makes the shot that blows up the Death Star. Yeah. Right. Because he used the Force. Right. And well, and look at Ray. Also, knew, already knew how to fight with a staff. We saw that already. So her going from a staff to a lightsaber isn't that much of a stretch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no, I I, I definitely like Ray. So um, so much like you, not only did I tap in in my in my first three, not only did I tap into the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy because Ayla Sakura was in the prequels. Uh, yeah. I tapped into my new into the new movies with my number eighteen, which is Poe. Oh, here we go. Which is Poe Dameron. Nice. Um, I love Poe. Yeah, I love Poe. Yeah, I love his attitude. The the first lines that he has with Kylo Ren cracked me up. Of like, who talks yeah. first? You talk first. Or I talk first. Um, I know. <laughs> I knew when he said that to begin with. I'm like, I'm gonna love this guy. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I know there's some you know some people had issues again with the Last Jedi where he he's like. Uh, you know, can you hear me now and all that type of stuff? But I'm like, I still found it funny. I found it entertaining. I like him as a character. I like that he's become a leader. He's kind of grown as a character. Um, yeah. I've read a lot of, even though I haven't finished it yet, I have read a lot of the uh, Poe Dameron comic book series, which ex- that's a really good series yeah, too. It's really expanded the character, and that's what's kind of that's actually what brought Poe Dameron up into my top twenty because. I liked him in the movies, and I thought he was an awesome pilot and a really cool character, but they still haven't done a ton with him. Like, they developed more of him in The Last Jedi, for sure. But yeah. but much like you were saying with Rey, I don't feel like we've seen everything we could see about him. But in the comic book series, we've seen a lot more about him. So, uh, so exactly, that yeah. definitely has brought him into the top 20 for me. So, <laughs> so. Good pick. I, I love Poe. Good pick. Yeah. Uh, all right, you're number, uh, number 17. Number seventeen, Ahsoka Tano. I will. I'm going to jump in right now because Ahsoka Tano is my number seventeen. That is awesome. <laughs> we had we didn't even know this. Like no. The first, the, the last three we said, or the first three we said, which were the last ones on our list. Like you said, it's 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 uh, new stuff, original stuff, and prequel stuff. Yep. Now we got so that's awesome. Now we, we got both have, universe. 
Yeah, and we, and we both have, you know, Ahsoka Tana from the Clone Wars, a character developed for the Clone yes. Wars. Yes, yes. And Ashley Eckstein brings this character to life. I love Ahsoka. Yeah, I do too. Uh, and I will say it's a character <laughs> I didn't necessarily love when I first met her. Um, oh, I, I did. I liked her. Sn- snips? Yeah. Love it. I, I liked her, but I didn't love her. And I actually saw the Clone Wars uh, animated movie in the theaters. Uh, so that was my first experience uh, with her. Yeah, that one's a little that one's a little shaky. But once yeah. you start watching the the animated series yes. and stuff, like I was watching it as it was coming out. Yeah, I was too. So each week, yeah. So yeah, and I, I have the whole thing on on DVD, and I, right. I, I watched it again yeah. and love it. And she's in she's in Rebels. Rebels. I know. I love that when they revealed that she the yeah. spoiler when they revealed that it was a yeah, Sokatano in Rebels. It was like, oh my god, you're bridging the gap between Clone Wars because we never knew what happened to her in Clone Wars. Yeah, she just disappeared. Right. So, um, yeah, and then she and she. What was the What was the name of her in uh? Oh yeah, in Rebels there was a name. For yeah, her. I can't remember. What There's it was. like a code name. Yeah, yeah I forget. But Damn it! I'll see if I can try to find it. But, uh, but yeah, I she, Fulcrum. Fulcrum. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She. Um. But she's a character for me that grew on me because again I saw the movie and I was like, okay, she's a little annoying and she's okay. But as I watched the Clone Wars, I liked her more and more, and then saw her in Rebels, and I absolutely loved her in Rebels. So yeah, I'm so glad they've done so much more with her because, yes. like you said, it could have just been that was a youngling that Anakin had, and that was it. Right. We don't hear anything else about her. And he ends up going to the temple and he kills her. You know who right. knows? Right. <laughs> but just to flush that whole story out with her, and she she's like one of my favorite Jedi. Yeah, now. and then she, uh, if I remember right, doesn't she battle Vader in Rebels? Yes, which was an awesome scene. Yes, um, oh my god, yes. So, because she, she's facing her <laughs> old master, uh, and she doesn't. Yeah, and she she denounced the the Jedi. Yeah, she she denounces him. Yep. So so she's neither you know, she's like the Bendu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. you know I don't know. But uh, no, absolutely great. But she's character. still out there. She's still alive. So that's good. Yeah, absolutely great character. <laughs> um, that cracks me up. We both had her in the same place. <laughs> so. yeah, I'm going to make a note of that see if it happens again <laughs> right alright so well you might as well go ahead with your number 16 because <laughs> <laughs> number 16 for me is a it's, a it's another new character okay uh, from the the new trilogy BB-8 okay love that little round guy did not have him on my list but I do love him yeah He's uh, the new generation's R2-D2. He should not be higher than R2-D2, though. <laughs> I get what you're saying. <laughs> I do. I get no, what you're you saying. No, you don't. No. And part of me wants to... Agree with me on that? Flip him around just because I'm an old curmudgeon like that, but... <laughs> no. I think I just like the look of BB-8, yeah, BB-8 slightly cool. more than R2. No, I don't agree with that, but I do like BB-8. <laughs> Yeah, I love BB-8. He's, he's an awesome little droid. I love and he's Poe Dameron's yes. you know, little droid where yep. R2 was kind of like in original Luke stuff, and in the yep. prequels he was Anakin's. And, yep. and then uh, I love, yeah, there's just little things that BB-8 does that I loved, like when he would <laughs> argue with Finn, and he gives him a little lighter thumbs up thing. And, yeah, yeah. He would, and when he's in Canto Bite and he has all the, 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 the tokens and stuff, like, yeah, <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. No, and, and I hope... It, I hope they util- utilize them as much as they've 
been utilizing him in the new movie. I don't want them to overdo it. I don't want to, you know, I feel like we've seen enough, enough of BB-8 in both movies. Like, it's, it hasn't been too much and it hasn't been too little. Yeah, I, I think they've done a nice balance with it. Um, and I think they they, they they can't bring R2 and C-3PO a little bit more into yeah. it, I thought. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess I, I know why they, they didn't. Right. Because you want to focus and show the new droid. That's why R2 was in low power mode and couldn't do anything until right. Master Luke came back. So. Right. Because R2 would have definitely overshadowed BB-8, oh, just from a popularity. Right, yeah, for sure. Well, and then uh, there's the Artifacts st- uh, statue that's out there uh, that's got C-3, VR, 2D2, and BB-8. I think it looks really cool. I so want that. I do too, but I wish C-3PO didn't have the red arm. That the in red that, arm, in that. yeah. I want him just to have the gold arm, so, <laughs> but... That's one of the reasons, that's one of the things that's keeping me from buying that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I wish, I, and and you might be able. To they do a, they do an R two and C three PO separate by himself. Right, and that's what I'm wondering because with artifacts you can usually like take the figure off the stand, and I wonder if you could swap them out. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But then that's a lot of money to just swap one figure out. <laughs> but yeah, unless you like repackage it as one of those guys and yeah. turn it back in and be right. like, yeah, this is not for me. Right, right. Yeah, don't be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wink. Got it. <laughs> All right, uh, number 16 is, uh, for me, is another expanded universe character, uh, which is Captain Rex. Mm. Uh, really love Captain Rex. Uh, Very nice. I like his look. I like, uh, it, he stands out in a bunch of clones. <laughs> Um, he's an hard to do. Yeah, very much. <laughs> very hard to do. Uh, they developed a lot of him in the Clone Wars animated series, and then they brought him back for the Rebels. Rebels too, yeah. Too, and yeah. that was awesome. Uh, and uh, I, I know also they were always hinting that maybe that's Captain Rex in uh, that one picture in Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. How awesome would that be? <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's probably in his 70s or something. He's he's the good soldier. He's the one that does the right thing because it's the right thing to do. He's kind of like the, he's almost like the Captain America of the Star Wars troopers. He just, he, yeah, he gets things done. He was able to overcome order 66, um, which not many of them were able to do. And, uh, yeah, he's just a good guy. He just wants to complete his mission. He wants to get the job done and he, but he wants to do it the right way and he wants to do it, uh, saving everybody. So yeah, if you watched any of the clone wars animated series, you, you fell in love with captain Rex for sure. Um, I love, he was one of the main characters and they had all kinds of role play toys for yeah. him. And like I said, but besides him and Ahsoka and Anakin, those are the three main yeah. characters. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, he, and like we talked about with some characters, I know when we were talking about Joe and everything else, I like his color scheme too. He's got oh, yeah. the blue, black, and gray along with the white armor and everything. So it looks really cool. Yeah, he's a five zero first. Yeah, and he's got the and he's got the twin. He's usually seen with the twin pistols going. Um, yeah, that's an awesome look for yeah. a trooper. Yeah, not to have the the blaster rifle, but yeah, the, the twin pistols. That's awesome. Makes him more like a cowboy of sorts. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, you're uh, number fifteen. Number fifteen. I'm going original trilogy here. Nice. With uh, Chewbacca. Wow, nice. Okay. I always liked Chewbacca, and watching the Han Solo movie yeah. may have bumped him up a little bit more on the list. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, Han Solo's sidekick, you got to love him. Oh, yeah. Not a sidekick, though. 
Ah, uh, you it's agreed harder. to it. You said, oh, yeah. <laughs> I just agreed that you have to love him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chewbacca's a great character. Yeah, for sure. Um, so my number 15 is also original uh, trilogy, uh, and that is Lando Calrissian. Nice. Uh, love Lando. Loved it. Uh, he actually moved up on the list for me. I believe he moved up on the list. I don't remember what I said years ago when I made my list, but uh, I feel like he's moved up on my list because of the solo movie. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, just I thought Donald Glover did an amazing job with him. That is young Lando. Uh, yeah, he did a great job. Yeah. Uh, played a lot as a kid with uh, Skiffguard Lando. That's my favorite look for Lando is the Skiffguard look. Uh, yeah. Got him in the Black they- Series figure now thanks to you. Uh, so yeah, no, no problem. <laughs> the skiff guard Lando, I think right now you can get them at Walmart on the original vintage card. Nice. I think it's a Walmart exclusive, nice. if I'm not mistaken. Cool. I, I I think that's what it was. I saw some people posted on uh, Facebook. They were upset that he was uh, some of the Star Wars groups I'm in. Yeah. They were upset the way he was being shipped, like he was just thrown in a box all mangled. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of disappointing. I will say too, because uh, I came across it the other day. The only thing I still, one of the few things I still have from my childhood, as far as far as uh, Star Wars figures, is I still have the Skiff Guard helmet of Lando. Nice. I don't know why I still have that helmet, but I have that helmet. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I Lando, he's he. I, so in some respect, he moved up because of the solo movie, but in some respects, he's still pretty low on my list overall because. Much like we were mentioning with other characters, I feel like they could be doing more with him. They have done some miniseries with him recently uh, in Marvel, and I've really liked that. But I, I kind of want to see more with him. I, I, I'm waiting for the star, main Star Wars title to jump ahead in time, where we can see them interacting with Lando in the in the main Star Wars series. Yeah, that'd be great. I did. I, I actually have the Lando. Um, trade paperback. It's, it's really good. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. With him and Lo, Lobot. Yep. So and then they did another mini series recently, which uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's something with luck in it or something like that. But that was really good. Um, I'll see if I can find it. But um, yeah, so they have done two mini series with them so far. Um, let's see here. Yeah, the one I have is the trade paperback with him and the uh, Lobot. Yeah, that that was really good. That I was, enjoyed it. That was really good. Uh, so it was called uh, Double or Nothing, Lando Double or Nothing, and it deals with young Lando, so the one from the Solo movie, and yeah. uh, you see more of uh, his droid and everything else. But yeah, that was done really well. So yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, it's worth checking out. All right, your number uh, fourteen. Number fourteen for me is prequel. We, we got to go with Darth Maul. Nice. Yeah, Darth Maul was just well, probably, if I'm being 100 percent honest, probably the one of the best parts of the prequel. Yes, I would agree. I'd say he's he not the, the. I think he's the best part of the prequel of the fir, of the first movie, I should say. The first movie in uh, the Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace. I think he's the best part of that movie. The the lightsaber battle. Yeah, yeah, I'll okay. give you that. Yeah, but overall, the prequels. There's another oh, part yeah. that I want to say for that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's one of the better, definitely one of the better characters to come out of that. I think I know and, where you're where you're going, and I agree with you. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> but in Clone Wars 2, he was in that with his brother, Savage Opress. Yes. That storyline is amazing. Yes. Where he, he's like half spider, half robot. Yeah. That's oh, it's so awesome. Yeah. And he's such a cool-looking character. Yes, very cool look. They've done a lot with him in the comics, thankfully. Um, Double-bladed lightsaber? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. What's not to love about this guy? Oh, yeah, they killed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that. But he, they've killed him before, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a nice miniseries in the comics, too. Yeah, he's had he's had a lot of different appearances in the comics. Uh, they've done... Yeah, I've, I've got the mini... They did a one-shot with him recently, uh, which was part of the Age of Republic one-shots that they've been doing. So that just came out yeah. recently. Um, but yeah, they've done some mini, they've done various mini series. The Dark Horse did some stuff with them. Uh, they, Dark Horse had one where it was with his brother Savage. Um, like you mentioned, the, the Clone, yeah. Clone Wars series and, and, and they bring them back for Rebels. Um, so yeah. all of that's done really well. So, um, all right. Yeah, I love Darth Maul. Yeah. And he was, uh, played by Ray Park, who was also Snake Eyes. Yes. And and he can st- and Ray Park can still wield that twin bladed lightsaber like nobody's business. They've shown yeah, videos of him recently doing that. So awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number fourteen is the one where I said that uh, this is more of a group than an individual, uh, and that's the Jawas. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, I love the Jawas. I love those little bastards. Uh, I don't. I, I just like. <laughs> I just like the look of them. I like that they are scavengers. Um, there's been comic covers done with the Jawas that make me want to see a comic series that would just be tongue-in-cheek funny with the Jawas doing silly stuff. Um, there's a comic book artist out there that does a lot of these drawings and everything else of, of Jawas. that's very cartoony, and uh, there's always something funny going on in the scene and everything else. But um, I don't know what it is about them. I, like I said, it's just I like their look. I like, and when I learned more about them, about how they have like bugs on their face and everything else, which was just yeah, like, yeah, as hell. I was like, it made me like them even more. <laughs> I was like, why are they have black black faces but... with, with glowing eyes? Oh, it's because they have a bunch of bugs on their face. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the Star Wars novel that you you got me for Christmas, yeah. um, from a certain point of view yeah. or something. Is that what yep. it's called? There's a Jawa story in there that'll make you love them even more. Awesome. Well, I I am actually a couple stories into that so far now, so I'm looking forward to reading that. Um, yeah, it's a it's it's definitely a good story. I enjoyed that. It's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, and they've done stuff here and there in the comics with the Jawas, but like you said, I just feel like I feel like IDW with their Star Wars Adventures could almost do like like three or four page stories at the back of Star Wars Adventures of the Jawas, like some Jawa adventures or something like that. In fact... Yeah, you can always do something like that. That would be awesome, and it could be a, a, a standing thing, like a right. like a running gag or something right. like that, you know? Uh, in fact, I think if you look up... I'm going to look real quick. If you look up... <laughs> Jawas, Jawas at the beach, or Jawas <laughs> in the snow, or if you, Jawas find a you know yeah. an old ship or something like that. If you look up Jawa adventures on Google and look at images, you'll see the yeah. art that I'm talking about. And when I saw these images, I thought this was a comic that I didn't know about because they all look like comic covers. Yeah. And like one of them, the Jawas holding, it says Star Wars Jawa Adventures and he's holding up a, a martini and it goes, martini! 
So, yeah. <laughs> so there's a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, so like I said, and whoever this artist is, he did a ton of these covers. So like I said, go to Google Images, type in Jawa Adventures, and you will find all these covers that this guy did. And if they could do a mini series like this, or like I said, just a three, four page story at the back of Star Wars Adventures that was called Jawa Adventures that had this type of art and this type of humor, I would love this immensely. Yeah. So. It'd be cool. Yeah. All right. You're number 13. Number 13 for me is a, a newer character. Okay. It is uh, one from uh, Rogue One. Okay. Captain Cassian Andor. Nice. Okay. Love Cassian Andor. Um, at first, you think maybe he's a bad guy because he, yep. he kills a man. Yeah. <laughs> when we first see him, and you find out, you know, he's working for uh, the rebels, but he's kind of like, you know, intelligence assassin kind of thing, mercenary. Yeah. So he's done some bad things, but he's trying to do it for the good side. And yeah. at the end of the movie, you, you kind of just fall in love with the guy because he, he kind of does the right thing and stands by his, you know, his friends. Yep. In their time of need, but yeah, and he's uh, and he's the glimpse the, for the first time for us as viewers that the rebels didn't weren't always the polished good guys. They did dirty stuff too to get what they needed done. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I like that aspect of it. Yeah. So you don't know, you know, they're not just all the guys on the ships running around in the giant helmets. You know, yeah, exactly. So it was a story that. He, some would say didn't need to be told when we first heard about it. Oh, it's like how they got the Death Star plans. Well, well you know where they got them, right. but how did they get them? Eh, whatever. Yeah. And they told the story, and we saw the movie, and it was phenomenal. It was. It was absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely loved it. And a lot of the characters there are now Star Wars mainstays for me. Yeah, absolutely. And they did do uh, – they didn't. They haven't done much with him in the comics, but they did do a one-shot with uh, Cassian and K2SO, and it kind of shows how they met yeah. each other and, and everything. So, Yeah. And just the, just the one movie that he was in is it, – it's phenomenal. It, it, to me, it's the, it's the best of the new movies that have come out. Yeah, I would say from a critical film, just look, not looking at, like, favoritism or something like that, like what, what I – prefer or something like that but just looking at it as a critically as a just a film i would say it's the best one of the new movies for sure so yeah so he, he deserves a place in the top 20 very nice very nice uh my number 13 is uh wedge antilles <laughs> nice uh, love wedge uh only pilot outside of the main cast that we know of that survived all three movies of the original yeah, trilogy he lived <laughs> right he lived yeah <laughs> Uh, helped take down two Death Stars. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. And uh, was very instrumental, actually, in the second one. In the first one, he just kind of had to get the hell out of the way. Uh, he was protecting Luke and stuff. But uh, Yeah, and, get out of your wedge. You're no good back then. Right, exactly. Uh, and then uh, we had an X-Wing series, a uh, Rogue, Rogue series, uh, Rogue Squadron series from uh, Dark Horse. Yeah, yeah, Rogue Squadron. Which yeah. went for a while, and you got to learn a lot more about Wedge and his character and everything. So uh, I hope that it's not the last we see of Wedge. Uh, I hope we see him pop up again more and more in the Marvel, Marvel comics that they're doing. Uh, but I just absolutely love the character. I will always love the character. He, To me, he 
is Rogue Squadron. Like, if I hear Rogue Squadron, I immediately think of Wedge. Like, yeah. So. How cool would it be if he was, like, teaching Poe Dameron Black Squadron? Yeah, that would be cool. Like, he was, like, the old grizzled pilot yeah. who was, like, teaching these guys in, like, flight school or something. I would yeah. love that. That would be awesome. Yeah. And there is a, uh, I think it's a one-shot special uh, coming out, and uh, it's the, you know how they did the Age of Republic, they're doing Age of Rebellion now, and there's a oh, okay. there's an Age of Rebellion special, and it, those specials have like three stories in them, and I think this Age of Rebellion special has a story with Wedge and Porkins in it. Nice. So, Love Porkins. I know, I figure he's probably number two on your list. <laughs> they haven't done enough. They have. The only reason he didn't make the list is because they, they, there's nothing there except a couple of shots in the first Star Wars right, movie. Right, and he dies. You just need to do more with the character, but yeah. 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 Damn. Personal there's, personal fan favorite. There goes there goes my theory on who's in your top three. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you're uh, number twelve. Number 12 for me, we talked about him a little bit earlier, but it's Captain Rex. Nice. Yeah, uh, like I said, one of the main trilogy of the uh, Clone Wars animated series. I actually expected him to not even be on your list, and I certainly didn't expect him to be higher on your list than on my list. (laughs) (laughs) I love Captain Rex. Like I said, to me, like you said, he's he's, he's the quintessential trooper. Yeah. He's the good guy. He's always going to do the the right thing. Yeah. So... Yeah, we, we've talked about him, but yeah. I, I love Captain Rex. I'm a big fan of the animated series. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, and the thing is, with the animated series, like we've mentioned it multiple times already, the animated series has caused a lot of these characters to be in our top 20 where they probably wouldn't have been otherwise. So, Yeah, I agree. So, All right, uh, my number 12 is a character we've already talked about, uh, which is Chewbacca. <clears throat> nice. Uh, not a sidekick. I, I'm just- was pretty sure he'd be in your top uh, 20. Yeah. Uh, and I was probably pretty sure he would be higher than what I put him. <laughs> yes. Um, much like you mentioned uh, with the Solo movie, it, it moved him up a bit for me. Yeah. Uh, from where I, I thought he would be. And, uh, yeah, I love Chewbacca. I, I wish we could understand him more. Uh, that might cause him to be higher. <laughs> but I, I love that he gives flack back to, to Han anytime Han tries to tell him to do something. I loved yeah. him in uh, Force Awakens when Han's trying to like say I always you know I always talk my way out of it and Chewie's like I don't think you always talk your way out. <laughs> yes, I do every time. Every time. Um, that's the thing I love too is we always know what Chewie says without understanding what Chewie says. <laughs> yeah, they they kind of do that with three PO and with R two. Yeah. You kind of get an idea of what's going on right. oh. with the beeps and the blurps. Yeah. They do that, and they do that with Chewie and Han all the time. So, oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I do have a little Hot Wheels uh, vehicle on my desk right here, which is, has Chewbacca on it. So, uh, nice. Yeah, and I have the uh, Hot Toys Chewbacca. Uh, oh, okay, which, cool, very cool. Yeah, which is an amazing figure. Uh, I don't see myself ever parting with it. Uh, but, <laughs> Came with a little Barbie brush. You could brush it. Right. I do that nice. at night when I'm lonely. <laughs> only yeah. only Chewie understands me. <laughs> exactly. But uh but yeah, just a very cool character. Uh we got to see him in the prequels, we got to see him in the original trilogy, and we've gotten to see him in the sequels, so uh Yeah, so, definitely. So it's a really cool character. Alright, you're number eleven. 
Number 11 for me is a huge fan favorite, Boba Fett. Nice. I would I'd yeah. be surprised if he was not on your list. <laughs> I, I, I actually love Boba Fett. He's probably my favorite bounty hunter. Yeah. I mean, I, I do like other ones too, but sure. you, you got to love Boba Fett. Yeah. Just the look of the guy. Right. I mean, he's awesome looking. That was enough for me as a kid to make him a prominent figure in, in just about every adventure I played in. <laughs> that's all. That If you look back at it as a kid, that's kind of all we had. Right, yeah. <laughs> he looked cool. Right. He doesn't do much in the movies. <laughs> doesn't do much in the movies, but he, yeah. The comic books really yeah. flush him out yeah. a lot. And the books, too. Uh, there, yeah. There's a lot oh, of, yeah, like, for sure. Uh, the novels. Not, yeah. yeah, a lot of the novels. There's like short stories about him. He appears in some of the other, the later novels, and yeah. Uh, but yeah, like you said, the comic books for sure. Because <laughs> if you're going strictly on movies, Boba Fett may not even break the top twenty. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, he, he doesn't he's... do anything but get eaten by the Sarlacc yeah. pit. And uh, much like I mentioned with. With uh, Chewie, I do have a Boba Fett sitting right here on my desk. Uh, I have the Artifacts uh, Boba Fett. So yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, cool figure. So. Um, he is a prequel character too because we see little Boba Fett. Yes, yeah. So uh, we see him hold up. No, his, I'm not his dad's head. His dad's head. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's not the Boba Fett I'm talking about, but they are the same character. Right. I always thought that. I was always waiting for that head to just fall out of the helmet. Just fall right out. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been awesome. All right. Uh, my number 11 is a character we already talked about, and I'm actually surprised that uh, he's higher on my list than he was on yours, uh, which is Darth Maul. Nice. Uh, I and I was going to be surprised if he even made your list. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you might think that. Uh, no, I really like Darth Maul. Uh, especially because of the um, Clone Wars and Rebels and, and everything, what they yeah. did with him. They really fleshed him out a lot. Um, I remember also reading the Visionaries trade that came out, uh, which had a bunch of uh, creators did various Star Wars stories, and that was our first glimpse that maybe Darth Maul survived the prequels because that's yeah. when we first saw him with robot legs and everything else. So if, if you weren't aware of that, if you thought, oh, we saw him with you know Clone Wars, that's when we first saw him, or saw him in some of the comics later that fleshed out. No, it was this trade. It, it's hard to call it a trade because it wasn't a collection of previous comics, but it, it was that type of format, trade uh, format. A bunch of stories in there, and they weren't meant to be canon stories. They were just meant to showcase some art and showcase some stories. But there's a story in there where Darth Maul has the robot legs and he comes after Obi-Wan. Uh, and, yeah. and people, once they heard about that, that trade became sold like crazy. And that got the creators to say, maybe we do show that he survived. <laughs> yeah, and, everybody likes this character. Let's make some more right. figures. And like you say, he's a very cool-looking uh, cool oh, figure. Sure. Yeah. I love the Black Series figure they did on him because you got... You got both the uh, cloaked version of them as well as the uncloaked, where you know. And uh, Dave was one of the first couple ones they did with yeah. uh, him and uh, X-wing Luke and R two D two. So yeah, and he was a hard. He was one. one of the harder ones to get yeah. if you passed on it. Yeah, he was a hard one to get. I did get two of him because I wanted to have him cloaked and uncloaked. So uh, nice. Yeah. So all right, your number uh, ten. <laughs> Uh, before we do 10, I'm just going to recap sure. the 11 through 20 here. Okay. 20, we have uh, Emperor Palpatine or Darth Sidious. 19, R2-D2. Mm-hmm. 18 was Rey. 17 was Ahsoka Tano. 16 was BB-8. 
15, Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. 14 was Darth Maul. 13 was Cassian Andor. 12 was Captain Rex. And 11 was Boba Fett. Nice. For me, uh, 20 was Bosk. Uh, number 19 was Ayla Sakura. Number 18 was Poe Dameron. Number 17 was Ahsoka Tano. Uh, number 16 was Captain Rex. Number 15 was uh, Lando Calrissian. Number 14 was the Jawas. Uh, number 13 was Wedge Antilles. Number 12 was Chewbacca. And number 11 was Darth Maul. And you're still wrong for having R2-D2 solo on your list. <laughs> He's on the list. <laughs> I knew I couldn't leave him off. I'm like, eh, maybe, you know, I don't know. Yeah. But no, you couldn't leave R- You couldn't leave off R2. I know I'm going to have a major problem with one of your characters coming up. <laughs> I don't even know your list. I already know I'm going to have a major problem with one of your characters. <laughs> All right. Number 10 for me is C-3PO. I figured he was probably coming soon. <laughs> yeah. I actually love C-3PO. I, it's say what you will. I like C-3PO. He's, just a, he's a great-looking character. You've sure. got a giant yeah. silver golden droid here. Yeah. I have the hot toy of him. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. He's awesome. Well, because it's kind of hard to not have him when you have R2-D2. True. They go they together. Go it's together. like peanut butter and jelly. Like yeah, you and me. We, <laughs> we go together. Right. Yeah. You're the C-3PO. I'm the R2-D2. Whatever it takes. <laughs> but yeah, he's it, a protocol droid, yeah. which is not very fancy or not very, you know, it doesn't sound cool. Yeah. Oh, he's an interpreter. He's a protocol droid, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But he plays such a pivotal role and such a pivotal point in the story. Him and R2-D2 are pretty much storytellers yeah. of the original trilogy, if you look at it yeah. that way. Well, that was the original thought. And R2 doesn't doesn't talk. Right. So he is like, you know, um, the storyteller. He's like the narrator. Yeah, he is. And he, um, uh, that was actually the the direction that Lucas wanted to go in, is he wanted to use those two characters to drive the story. Uh, Yeah. So that's why they're... And they do. Yeah, that's why they're the focus. Really, when you look at it, they're the focus of the story as far as telling the story. Um, through the whole thing, you know, you yes, you have the Skywalkers being the actual focus of the story, but they're they're the uh, how the audience views the story is through those two characters. Yeah, the, so. the she Leia puts the plans into the droid. Yep. The droids end up on Tatooine. Right. They go to the Skywalkers. Everybody's looking for the droids. Yeah. So there it is. I mean, and again, R two really doesn't say much right you know much like chewbacca and stuff like that so all of his mannerisms and stuff are interpreted by other people and most of it is interpreted by c3po right. but if it was up to c3po they'd all be dead oh for sure <laughs> <laughs> now i will i'm not even gonna <laughs> now i will say i thought this was really cool in the comics recently they revealed that c3po helped with the spy network of droids across the galaxy which i thought that was really cool yeah, that gave him some street cred. Yeah, like, like he because he's a protocol droid and could communicate in so many different languages and across so many things. He had a spy network of droids all over the galaxy that he could call upon to get him information for the re- rebellion. Which I thought, okay, I was like, okay, now C three PO is becoming cooler. <laughs> yeah, and and they did the one shot which explained how he got the red arm yeah. and the the Force Awakens. Yeah, yeah. Um, and again, like you said, he was the original character. He was in the Clone Wars yeah. animated series. He, he was in the prequels. Yep. You know, I, I, 
I don't like the fact that young little slave Anakin built him. No. That was kind of lame and stupid and uh, easy. Yeah. You know, that's just lazy writing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there could have been a, a better way that that could have been done. But He could have just been a random droid somebody had. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they don't really, there's nothing really there to show that Darth Vader remembers who the hell he is. No. Uh, I don't expect... Unless that's unless that's part of the thing, like, yeah. Anakin's gone, he forgot him right. altogether, and he doesn't even remember. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't remember R2 or C-3PO or anything. Yeah. That part of him's dead. Yeah. It's, it's kind of <laughs> flimsy for me. It's, I, I think, it, yeah. It's one of the things you know, in the prequels I didn't really care for, because I felt like they didn't pay attention to the original trilogy. Yeah, and I... I don't get me wrong. George Lucas, like George Lucas, loved sure. George Lucas. But to me... Anakin building C-3PO, that's just lazy yeah. writing to bring in your universe yeah. a little closer when it didn't need to be. To me, I almost feel like George Lucas needed to watch his original movies again before he started writing the scripts. <laughs> <laughs> for, yeah, maybe. But, yeah. So, uh, but like you said, I love the guy. I I would uh, probably be in tears if I ever actually got to meet him. Um, but... And tears of joy, <laughs> not, t- yeah. not tears of oh, sadness. Yeah. Uh, if I ever had the opportunity to actually meet him and shake his hand, but yeah, there's there's things like that in the prequels where I'm just like, eh, I don't know, George. <laughs> yeah, didn't need to happen, but right. here here we are. Right. Uh, but he's in he's in every movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's the it's one of the few characters you can say appears in every single movie. So yeah, exactly. Um, all right, my number ten is uh, Leia. Uh, nice, Leia Organa, Princess Leia. However you want to view her, she'll always be Princess Leia to me. Ginger, uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. General Leia. General Leia, yeah. Um, General Organa. Yeah, she uh, she she's the first in my for me growing up. She's the first tough woman, tough chick out there that you know didn't take shit. She's she's the reason they got out of the tr- uh, the uh, cells because they didn't know what to do. And she took a blaster from Luke and shot into the garbage compactor and said, okay, let's jump into the, the garbage chute. And, uh, into the garbage chute. Fly boy. Right. Yeah. Um, I love what they've been doing with her in the comics lately. Uh, oh, yeah. And, yeah, uh, for sure. Mark Wade just did his miniseries on her. They're, she's gonna have a, That was awesome. Yeah, she's going to have another one-shot coming out with the uh, Age of Rebellion one-shots I've been telling you about. Uh, oh, cool. So, yeah, so she's going to have one in there. Um, yes, it helps that she is also like the hottest icon from when I was a kid. Uh, <laughs> that done hurt. <laughs> that's her and Daisy dude. Right, yeah, that's sure. every geek's fantasy is, is that someone they know is going to put on that slave Leia bikini. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's mine. Right. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but no, she like Hoth Leia is my favorite look for her. Like I said, it's just, it's kind of a, just this tough look. Uh, and she doesn't put up with any shit. So, uh, no, no. So she's and if, if I've I've read the the novels by Claudia Gray, yeah. the uh, Bloodline and the Leia book, yeah. and they're phenomenal. Yeah. And you get so much more Leia's story. You understand exactly what she was going through yeah. and what led up to the moments. You know, she's leading the rebellion. Exactly. Like that's she's amazing. in charge. Yeah. So um, she's not in charge when they first start, but. No. You know, by the middle and by the end, she's she's the head person. Right. That's it. Yep, absolutely. So, all right. Uh, see, you're number nine. Number nine for me is one I already mentioned, uh, Poe Dameron. Nice. I I just love Poe Dameron. Um, Oscar Isaac's. Yeah. The actor. Yeah. 
he's a great actor. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I I just love the pilot again, the look of the like the X Wing pilot and stuff like that. And he when he when he came back after we thought he died in the desert there. Yeah. On Jakku. Yeah. He he comes back and, and you know, saves the day when Han and Chewie, you know, get uh yep. and uh Finn get captured. Yep. He comes in with Black Squadron and saves the day, and I'm like, this is awesome. This yeah. is one of the best parts of this whole movie. Yeah. I have the uh, pop vinyl of him uh, in his uh, X-wing, uh, and uh, nice. Yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool pop, and uh, yeah, he's cool. That's yeah, one of the ones I don't have. He's a, he's like a combination of Wedge and Han Solo. I yeah yeah I was gonna say he's like he's like Han Solo esque in that way. Yeah, very much. So. He comes in and saves the day, and like you said, he's flushed out a lot in uh, the second movie, and he gets flushed out even more in his own uh, miniseries, Poe Dameron miniseries. Yeah. Well, it was really an awesome. it was really an ongoing series. It went it went for like almost thirty issues. It was like yeah, a couple years. Yeah, yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised at how long it lasted, uh, and I actually wish that it had continued, but it, it just didn't. It's like one of those ones you couldn't do a Ray book like that no. because you'd give too much away. Right. So you'd have to pick another character, one of the the other ones. I mean, you probably could have done a Finn one, maybe. Maybe. But Poe made more sense because you could tie Black Squadron into it and yep. missions, and he could go off and do the other things. Right. So I think Poe was like the perfect character yeah. to do a, a standalone comic series, and it was successful, and it worked. I agree. I absolutely agree. And it filled that void that so many fans wanted because when when Rogue, X-Wing Rogue Squadron <laughs> stopped from Dark Horse, people still wanted that series to continue because it was just cool to see something like that. And that's really what the Poe Dameron series was, because it's not just focused on Poe. It's focused on his whole Black Squadron. His whole squadron, yeah. yeah. And that's another way to, you know, to sell uh, to sell books. You don't have to write about Poe yeah. being the main person every time in every book. You can have a fill-in book with, you know, somebody else. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, my number uh, nine, I don't know, might surprise people on how high he is, but uh, I just love this character, and that is Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, nice. Yeah, uh, he started off as a expanded universe character in the Timothy Zahn books. Uh, mm-hmm. He was cold and calculated. He understood how to take down an enemy by looking at their art. Uh, he he would have a room with their art, and he would uh, understand their culture from that art, and therefore knew how what strategies to do to take them down. And uh, when Disney took over. All the expanded universe stuff went away, including him. But he was so loved and and liked so much that they brought him back. Now they brought him back in a different way because in the original versions of him, he was a sequel character. He was someone that appeared after the original trilogy. Disney brought him back as a prequel character. He uh, he shows up in Rebels, uh, yep, and they flush him out even more in there. And you re- and the thing I loved is they didn't change the character. Like even though they changed no, the he's time the period, same personality. Yeah, he is. He still looks at the art of a culture and uses that his strategy, <laughs> and he he's the smartest man in the room when he walks in. Like he's definitely a tactician. Yeah, he knows. He's looking at everything going on, and he's a hell. And they made him a hell of a fighter in Rebels too. Like he's constantly training. He's constantly uh, being able to take down opponents and everything else. He's just and he's just a cool ass look. He's got those red eyes. Uh, in the original stories with him, the Empire didn't was basically a fascist 
organization. They were based on the Nazis. <laughs> so, of course they would be. Yeah. So, they didn't allow anything other than a human to get to go up in the ranks. Thrawn was the only alien species that worked his way up to Grand Admiral level, which shows you how bad of a badass he is. There's also the Timothy Zahn book that came out recently called Thrawn. Uh, I am partway through that. It's a really good book, and they did, and Marvel did a comic series, miniseries, based on that novel. So if you don't want to read the whole novel, you could pick up the six-issue miniseries or trade that's out there now, and you can basically get the same story in that. Um, And then there's also the book that uh, is with Vader in him, and I have it right here. It is called uh, Star Wars Thrawn Alliances. And that's got Thrawn and Vader in it. So I have not read that one yet, but I'm looking forward to reading that. But yeah, he's just, he's a cool ass character. I do have the Black Series figure of him. I, Rock, uh, our buddy Rock recently sent me the uh, Power of the Force version of him, where he's got the Islamiri uh, around his neck, which is a creature that can repel the Force uh, yeah. or, or, numb, or dampen it, basically. Um, but yeah, just a cool as hell character. So nice. Yeah. All right. Your number eight. Number eight for me was uh, one you already mentioned earlier. It was Lando Calrissian. Nice. And Lando, I love Lando, especially in like uh, Empire. Yeah. Because Empire is my my favorite of the Star Wars movies. Yeah. And he was pretty prevalent prevalent in that character in that movie there. Um, you know, just being in Cloud City and stuff like that, and you meet him, you think he's a bad guy, and he turns out to be a good guy, but maybe he is a bad guy, you don't yeah. know. But then when we get the solo movie, he just went up, like you said, Donald Glover did a tremendous yeah. job acting in that movie. He just shot straight up on the list, and like you said, I just wish there was more stuff we could get with him. Yeah. Yeah. That we talked about earlier, but yeah, Lando. Yeah. Love Lando Calrissian. Yeah. I love all the stuff that they did in the solo movie that showed why he acts the way he does when we see him in Empire. Like, why is he, yeah. why does he call him Han? Why does he almost uh, attack him but then hugs him? Like, all of that yeah. stuff. Uh, the whole how he lost the Falcon, like... He's, yeah, he's, the card game. Yeah, he's like, you know... Sabacc. Yeah, he's like, how did, you know... Because in Empire, he, he's just like, what'd you do to my ship? He's like, hey, you lost your sh- ship to me fair and square and stuff like that. And we find out I didn't really lose it fair and square, but but lost it in the way yeah. a smuggler would should lose it. So <laughs> Exactly, yeah. Um, he's like, he's, he's like, is he a friend? He goes, well, yeah, but well, that was a long time ago. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so maybe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. he should be. So we, so we got to I'm see sure he's forgotten that. about that by now. Right. <laughs> and we got to see some of that, which is really cool. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, the interaction with young Han Solo and young Lando Calrissian was just, it was awesome. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And people were saying, you didn't need a, a Han Solo movie. I'm like, I, I maybe I didn't need it, but I'm sure as hell glad I got it. Absolutely. No, I completely agree with that statement. Uh, yeah, I didn't need it, but man, I love the hell out of that movie. I have so much fun watching that movie. I, it's, a, it's a good one. I think I've watched that one more than any of the other new movies. Just, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> just because, just because it's a fun one to watch. Like, yeah. Like the other ones are heavy movies, so yeah. they're not like. I just, I just love Rogue One so much. I've seen that countless times. I already. do too. That would, I do too. I, I love Rogue One, but it is a heavy ass movie. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely for sure. 
All right, uh, my number eight has been mentioned already, and it, and much like I mentioned with Darth Maul, I'm kind of surprised that this that's higher on my list than on yours. But uh, it's Boba Fett. Nice. Um, love Boba Fett. Like I said, had had uh, so many adventures with him as a kid, uh, and reading all the Dark Horse stuff that came out, and they've done some stuff with him in, in the Marvel stuff, not a whole lot, <clears throat> but they've done some stuff with him. Uh, definitely want to see them do more w- with him. Um, but the Dark Horse stuff, they really fleshed him out, really gave him a lot. There's a lot of stuff with him in the novels. And I will say, uh, much like I mentioned, that I have the Artifacts uh, statue on my desk here at home. At work, and Chuck, you might remember this because I've had this on my desk at work for, I don't know, how, ever since I got it, was the Force Unleashed Boba Fett where he's launching out of the Sarlacc pit and the Sarlacc's wrapped around his leg. Yeah. And I have that. That still sits on my desk to this day. It was with me when we worked together. It sat on my desk there at work. It still sits with me at my desk at my current job. Um, I think it will always sit on my desk at work. People, and even if I'm in the most professional setting, it's like, you know, you can make me the CEO of a company. I'm still going to have that Boba Fett sitting on my desk. <laughs> yeah, I actually have that one too, and I, I love that yeah. one pieces. Yeah. I, I take one of those little... Uh, little lights it's not like a candle like a tea light yeah. but it's like battery operated and you can set it underneath and it illuminates the sarlacc yeah. it's so sweet yeah um that thing is awesome i love it yeah it's it's so great um and like you said just the look of them and then when we learn more about the mandalorians i was like oh my god and we find out then later that he's he's not a mandalorian but he got the mandalorian armor and it's just like well, how the hell do you do that like i need yeah i need a boba fett movie i've heard we were supposed to get one but then i haven't heard anything <laughs> since then so I need a Boba Fett movie. <laughs> even a, even like a Boba Fett comic, you know, series right. like that. Right. I did Poe Dameron. Right. You could take Boba Fett for a couple of years and just run with it. Now, what I heard as potential, but then Solo didn't perform as well as they wanted it to. The potential was that they were going to do a Boba Fett movie that was actually going to be a sequel to the Solo movie. And I could totally cool. see that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So, um, But yeah, so number eight was uh, Boba Fett for me. Um your number seven. Number seven for me is uh, a newer character. It's Kylo Ren. Nice. I love Kylo Ren. Ben Skywalker. Yeah. Or Ben Solo. Ben Solo, yeah. <laughs> Skywalker. Yeah. Close enough. Eh, close <laughs> enough, yeah. It's his mom's maiden name. Right. But yeah, I, you, you got to love Kylo Ren. There it is again, the, the tortured soul. Yeah. You know, he's he's trained with his uncle Luke, who's like arguably one of the greatest Jedi's out there right. or ever. His mom is the leader of the rebellion. His dad is a great, you know, wartime general, smuggler, you know, whatever. He inherited scoundrel. The, he inherited the whininess from his uncle because he yeah cause he throws yeah. tantrums. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's because he's you know he can't control the dark side. He can't control it. Yeah, kind of like what Luke. You know, you can't control it. Yeah. Uh, we don't know exactly what happened with, uh, you know, Snoke and how maybe that'll be flushed out yeah, in the new movie. Maybe. It seems maybe like not. It, maybe it'll just be glossed over. That's a footnote like Snoke, who that guy sucks. I've, who knows? Yeah, I've seen in some of the posters and everything else where, that there's the Knights <laughs> of Ren. So we might see that would be awesome. That's what I wanted to be flushed out in the other movie. Yeah, yeah. That's why he calls himself Kylo Ren after the Knights of Ren. Right. So. But yeah, I just yeah I, that first you know big scene, I guess to me in the the movie where he's he's got the the Vader helmet and he's like oh we'll finish what you started grandfather yeah 
Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. And the, the the guy who did it, the name escapes me right now, but um, what's his name, his real name? Adam Driver. Oh, yeah, Adam Driver, yeah. He's a really good actor. Yeah. Yeah, he's been in quite a few things now. So. He's been in some other stuff, yeah. He's a really good actor, and he you know, I, totally committed and did you know justice with the sword fights and stuff like that, the lightsaber yeah. duels. Just awesome. I just love it. And the look of him, you know, you need to find someone like in a Star Wars movie. If you're going to be a bad guy, like a Sith, you got to look cool. You got to look like Darth Maul or Darth Vader. I mean, what this guy looks like with the mask on, yeah. that's one of the drawbacks. Yes, I will. He, say. he did have the mask off a little bit too much, for yes, my opinion. I agree. Keep the mask on. Yeah. And that's what, that's what, if Darth Vader would have been pulling his mask off in the first couple of movies. He wouldn't be as popular, in no, my opinion. I agree. That's what you needed to keep that mask on. Yeah, because that mask actually was done well enough that it could have been a very iconic image for <laughs> yeah, the sequels. for sure. Just like you for said, sure. just like Vader was for the original trilogy. Um, yeah, you, and at the end, maybe you know, maybe you take it off. Maybe when he's with Rey, he takes it off just right. by themselves to try to pull her into the dark side and Ray tries to pull him to the light. I even would have been And fine. then he always puts the mask back on. I would have even been fine if he just took the mask off when he was alone. Like no one saw what he looks like except when he's you know when he's out with the troops and everything else like he's always got the mask on. And then when he's got those private moments is when he takes the mask off and that's when he has his rage and all that type of stuff. So Oh yeah, the rage. Yeah. The rage in this guy is is off the charts. Yeah. He figures out, you know, what happens and stuff like that, and he just takes that computer console and just goes apeshit all over it. I love the uh, Saturday Night Live skit where he... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Undercover boss. Yes. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> I'm Matt. Right, exactly. All right, uh, my number seven is a character we've mentioned before, is also a new character, uh, and that is Ray. Uh, nice. I am a big fan of Ray. I am perfectly fine if she stays a nobody i am also going to be perfectly fine if we find out that she's a skywalker and that was just a twist or whatever the hell it is she's cool she's awesome uh she i think the actress they got i i've heard stupid comments being made like that daisy ridley yeah that she's she's not a strong actress i'm like she carries a damn movie in some places <laughs> I, I think she's really good at I, it yeah. yeah i think she does a great job um so I yeah I love seeing her go through the training like we saw Luke in the original trilogy I I liked uh, you know the fact that she taps into the Force like no one has before and we don't really understand we don't really know why uh, and like I said when they revealed that she's really a nobody I'm like well that's kind of cool too because then it's like anybody could have that potential in them you don't have to be a Skywalker you don't have to come from somewhere but like I said they might change that in the new movies I don't know I'd be fine either way so um, but yeah she's just a very cool character I do have several figures of her um, yeah I do I, I'm hoping once the sequels are done with this next movie I'm hoping that we're going to see comics of her because they really that would be cool they yeah. have really have not touched on her at, in the comics or books at all right now, and I understand why. And I think I think they've done it purposely. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to see a ton of comics involving her once the, this last once movie it's is finished. Done. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And like you said, I, I would be okay either way if she does stay in nobody or if she is, yeah. you know, related to somebody else. I think I would like that a little bit more sure. being related to somebody. Sure. 
just personally, but if she did stay, like you're a nobody, you're, your parents were nobodies. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that too. Yeah, yeah. and the the lightsaber battle she does with Kylo in the Last Jedi. Oh, you can you can definitely tell they they trained on that for a while. Yeah, and it's just a cool ass scene. It's so much oh, for sure. So awesome. So, all right, you're number six. Number six for me, like you said, a strong female lead, hmm. and it's the female lead from the movie that I love the most out of the new ones. It's Jen Erso. Nice. That is really high. I'm actually surprised at that. I mean, she's a great character. I, Don't get me wrong. I just really, I'm surprised. I think she might be my, my favorite of the new characters. Okay. I could see that. I, I love Jen Erso. I, again, you know, daughter of Galen Erso. Yeah. The guy who builds the Death Star right. and puts the flaw in it and, she has to, uh, you know, raised by Saul Guerrero. Yeah. You know, a, a, a character we know from the the Clone Wars, the animated yep. series. Yep. <laughs> There's so much in there. They, they they revolved around. They just, you know, filled in little plots and here and there. And I'm actually, is, is yeah, I'm, awesome. I'm actually surprised because that story is done. I'm surprised we have not seen comics or books or even short stories about Jin because there's a whole raising. There's a, there's a, there's a couple of novels out there. The one that oh, starts, yeah. um, rebel rising. Yes. Yes. And that's right before that's right before, um, uh, rogue one. Yeah. I have it. I haven't read yeah, it yet. Have Cause I'm still, it. I have it too, but I've not read it yet. Yeah. But like, yeah, I, I, I'm interested in learning about how she was trained by saw, how she was raised by him. And like, she has obviously a full because we only see snippets of her life before she's yeah. full grown Jin Erso. So yeah, and the first thing we see of her, you know, she's on her way to jail, right? Or she's in jail and, and on her on her way transported somewhere else. And it's very obvious that it's not her first time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so. and she's going by fake names and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So I want to see I want to see those adventures and maybe that is in the Rebel Rising book I I have not yeah read and it she yet, so. yeah I haven't either but we 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 definitely need to read that one yeah. maybe talk about it yeah um, and she thinks maybe her her father might be dead and she finds out the rebels are after her father because he's building this giant weapon yeah she can't believe it and then she ends up you know getting the plans with Cassian to basically save the universe yeah yeah oh yeah. She does, she doesn't know it at the time. She, she thinks she's just getting something to help clear her father and prove her dad innocent yep. in all of this. But that group of rebels that landed, they they end up saving the, the whole galaxy. Oh yeah, and the thing I, and they don't even know the it. The thing I love with, uh, and I'm sure you've done this already, but uh, I know I did. It was the thing I love with Rogue One was after watching Rogue One, if you go right into watching A New Hope. Yep, it, it's bad. It increases the intensity of that whole movie. Oh yeah, because the, the first scene when when Evader catches up to Leia's ship yeah. and he, he ends up boarding it, you're like, "Holy shit, he's gonna slaughter more of them!" Right, because they just they just left. You're like, yeah, it, and you feel a little disappointed he did. Right, <laughs> but it's just like it's like they just when you see Rogue One, you're like, yeah. they just left the battle. <laughs> Whereas when you see yeah. A New Hope for the first time. It's a chase, but you don't realize how intense that chase is until you see Rogue One. Yeah, they could have been chasing him for days, right. weeks, months, and they finally caught him. And again, when you when Vader, you know, takes the the guy he's choking and throws him against the wall, and he's like, "Commander, tear this ship apart." Yes, yeah, and that 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 it adds more intensity to that scene. Absolutely. And then you also 
really get a feel for how quickly everything happened in A New Hope because it's only a matter of like what a day, two days, maybe three days since Rogue One happened that all of A New Hope happens. Uh, oh yeah. So it's like so it just adds so much intensity to A New Hope. Now, if I was ever showing someone the movies for the first time, I still would do it in the order that they came out in because I feel like you have to do it that way. But I love the fact of going back to Rogue One and then watching A New Hope right afterwards because it just it makes that movie better in my eyes. So. Me too. That's that's my favorite way to view it now too. Yeah. Um, and again, Jenner. So arguably, that's the the main character, the strong female lead of that movie, yeah. and that's that. It's just a great movie, and I, I just love Jen. Yeah, that's a great pick. Uh, my number six is uh, Han Solo. Uh, nice. I, I, I'm going to say, I'm going to stop you right here. Yeah. It's a little low on the list. I thought he would be higher. On my list? <laughs> yes. Uh, when you hear the other five, I don't think you'll be surprised at the other five. Okay. So I might not be. Okay. So uh, I expect him to be higher on your list if he's on your list, but he. Ouch. Ouch. <laughs> no, I, Ouch. I expect him to be. I expect him to be higher than where he is on my list if he's on your list. Yeah. If he's not on your list, I'm going to really lose my shit. But <laughs> just going to say that right now. But yeah. uh, but Han Solo is smuggler uh, with the heart of gold. Uh, I don't know how if Han Solo is not in your top ten at least of Star Wars characters, there's something wrong with you as a person. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we we should not be friends. <laughs> I'm just gonna say you should probably reevaluate your list. We can still hang out and be friends, but <laughs> no, yeah, we should, Ryan's throwing down the gauntlet. We should probably not be friends. I, I I'm giving people up to the top ten. If he's not in the top ten, we really shouldn't be friends. <laughs> um, wow. I, I love Han Solo. I don't know how much I can say about him that, that hasn't been said already. Like he's there's books and books and comics and comics and movies and movies about him that that he's featured. Yeah. He's he's a prominent character. He is he becomes such a critical point of the rebellion. He's the owner of the Millennium Falcon. Uh, like. Yeah, even if you haven't read any comics or any right. expanded universe or anything, if you just by watching the movies, right. And all you saw was the original trilogy of the right. movies. That's enough to put Han Solo in the top ten. Right. And then you add in the Solo movie, which we've already talked about, I thought was fantastic. I thought Alden Ehrenreich did a perfectly great job with playing young Han Solo. It, I'm going to admit, it took me like the, it took me a few <laughs> minutes in the movie to finally like accept him as Han Solo. But I, yeah. I, he won me over. Uh, I, I, I thought he did a great job. Yeah. And again, Han Solo kind of starts out like Jen Erso. Yeah. Like a street kid. Yeah. And I also like the fact that... Finds himself getting mixed up with the Rebels. Yeah. Like Jenner said. I like the fact that he is hopeful in the Solo movie. And that gets yeah. beat out of him, basically. <laughs> yeah, by the time you see him in, uh, in, uh, yeah. in A New Hope, you understand why Hope, he's yeah. kind of grizzled at this point and, and not as hopeful. Uh, so, yeah. But yeah, it's... Things happen. Right, right. <laughs> um, People die. Things right. happen. I love that he shoots first. He will always shoot first. Um, yeah. So fuck you, Greedo. Right. Fuck you. Exactly. Um, yeah. Just I, I. I don't know what else to say about him other than he's an awesome character, and if he's not in your top, yeah. 10, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Han Solo. Yeah. All right, your number five. Number five. Here's here's where it is. This is the nitty gritty. The top five yes. Star Wars. Yes. And you can make a case for you know 
a lot of these to be in the top five, yeah. but my top five are mine. Right. Uh, Princess Leia Organa, nice. number five. Nice. I think she moved up considerably on the list by reading those Claudia Gray novels. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So much good Leia stories in there, so much good stuff. And again, you see her in the end of Rogue One, right into A New Hope. You, you yeah. see her in uh, what well, she was in the the animated one too. Yes. yes. Um, what what the hell is it Rebels. called? Rebels. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. You see her in Rebels. You know. Yep. And that was that was awesome. That's about the time frame of the Claudia Gray novels. Is that yes? yes. So you you see that you know come to life after reading those, or you know vice versa, and you see what she does throughout the whole movies. You know, yeah. I will from going from uh, princess where mom and dad led a rebellion, yeah. and they didn't tell her anything about it. They kept it a secret. They didn't want to you know put her in any harm's way in case. They did get caught. She didn't know anything. She can deny to leading yeah. the rebellion. Yeah. And people don't even call her princess anymore because Alderaan's destroyed. Right. The the younger kids call her General Leia, yeah. General Organa. Yeah. I'll still always call her Princess Leia. Exactly. <laughs> um, I will say I, I'm thrilled to hear that she's that she's on your list and that that she's so high because when I hadn't heard her yet, I was like, holy crap, is Princess Leia not even on his list? <laughs> He's going to leave off the princess. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, definitely a great choice. So now my, my top five, just, it, it might be chalk, but it, it's the top five. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to argue it. That my top five is hard to argue for me as, as you know, no one, I don't, although I will say, this my number five was if you remember right was lower on my list so he has moved up on my list uh, and that is Darth Vader Anakin Skywalker um, nice um, he is number five and a lot of him moving up is because of things like like Rogue One uh, where or the the Vader mini the Vader series the Vader series the Vader the two Vader series are amazing yes. Those have propelled him immensely. Um, the um, what else? Uh, the purge issues that have been done, where he's hunting down Jedi. Uh, yeah, those are incredible. I read the first issue of Dark Visions, uh, which is a, I'm finding out is a, a series of one shots. It's a mini series, but it's a series of one shots that focus on Darth Vader at different points. And the very first issue is like. He crash lands because of a battle up in space. He crash lands on a planet, and he has, and just for survival, he has to kill this huge creature that has been keeping the uh, the civilization that lives on the planet in caves and everything else because they only come out like once a year to harvest because this creature is sleeping during that time period. But he ends up waking the creature by accident because he crash lands, and he ends up killing the creature and saves this whole. St- society becomes a hero to them but he's he flat out says i am not a hero but then you hear them telling you see them telling stories of the great uh dark knight that came down from the heavens to save them as a people and stuff like that so like it's cool to read stories like that it's just he's just an awesome yeah, he should he should have he should have just slaughtered him like he did the young ones <laughs> i thought well the thing is when i when i was reading i was like and he turns to this little kid that was watching him and she's like you're a hero and he's like 
I thought for sure he was going to slaughter him. <laughs> He's going to ignite that lightsaber, and there you go, right, kid. Right, I thought it would just end with the lightsaber ignited, and that's it. But That would have been epic. Right, but I actually like Because you know what happens. Yeah, but I actually <laughs> like the fact that like he gets he gets pulled back up to the ships and everything else, and they, they just see him as a hero, and he does not see himself as a hero. He just was trying to survive. And yeah. and he's using the the, uh, the dark side of the force and everything else. Uh, I love that he redeems himself at the end of Return of the Jedi. Um, I love that we learned so much more about Anakin through the Clone Wars. Uh, oh yeah, I mean yeah. so much more about him during that. So all those things is what's propelled him up because I think originally I had him at like number eight or nine or something like that uh, when we did the list years ago. But he's definitely moved up. I I don't think he'll move up any higher than number five for me ever but um but he's he's definitely in the top five for me so nice well i'm i'm happy for that yeah uh you're number four number four for me um just give you a little three and floor i i flip-flopped a little bit here okay uh number four is luke skywalker nice very nice. so number four luke skywalker again he's the original trilogy, he's your main good guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's he's our hero. Yeah, and we go on the hero's quest with him. Absolutely. He destroys the Death Star. He uh, you know saves his friends and empire. Yep. Uh, goes to do it. I mean, he doesn't really get to. He loses a hand there, right. but uh, <laughs> eventually he, he trains and comes back in Return of the Jedi. Yep. Gets his friends back. Converts his father back, saves his father. Yeah, you know, and and then all is good, and and we we get him back. The reason he fell a little bit is because of Last Jedi. Oh no, I loved him in Last Jedi. No, the only part I don't like is that's, the the milk drinking thing. <laughs> yeah, that's stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I just think it acted a little bit out of character for Luke. Oh no, he who became, was always full of hope. Yeah, he became he became a hermit like Yoda. I love it. He t- yeah, turned he, into a he crazy just, guy know, lived by himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe that's maybe that's how Jedi, you know, go if they don't die. Right. They just get crazy. I love the conversation with him and Yoda too, with when the tree was burning, the tree yeah. was burning, and everything else. So, um, and and he's awesome against Kylo in. In, when we find out that he's just really an apparition, uh, yeah, using the force yeah. against him, yeah, yeah, uh, just because he sloughs off the 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 laser the fight, blasters, the turbo lasers yeah. and stuff, yeah, just awesome. Um, no, great, great uh, pick. Uh, you might hear more. Yeah, you no, might yeah. hear more about him later. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we will. And, and to me, I mean, there's there's so many different Luke Skywalkers. I mean, yeah. that could be. There's there's farm boy Luke, you know the the naive, yeah. you know young kid with eyes wide open. Yep. There's uh, X wing Luke, the guy who destroyed the Death Star. Yep. There's Jedi Luke, you know yep. uh, the Jedi Knight Luke. There's yep. uh, Luke. old man Bespin Luke, old man Luke, you yep. know now, yeah. you know yeah. farm hermit hermit Luke. Yeah, you know? there's just so many different Luke Skywalkers we get throughout his whole entire life, and we we kind of grow up and see. Him from a baby being born, yeah, till he died. Yeah, one of the only characters that we get that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, very cool. 
my number four is definitely a character that's moved up because of a lot of the expanded universe stuff that's happened with him, uh, and that is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Nice. Uh, I think we might have the same list, just in different spots. <laughs> I, well, when you said your number three and your number four flip-flopped, I was like, I think my number three and number four are opposite of yours. <laughs> Possibly. Maybe, Possibly. yeah. Possibly. Uh, but my Obi-Wan, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, was always in my top ten, uh, but yeah. he has moved up into my top five at number four uh, because of the expanded universe. Uh, Clone Wars, you get to learn so much more about him. He becomes oh, such yeah. a cooler character. Um, and then watching the prequels, he, I think this is what you alluded, I, I could be wrong, but this might be what you alluded to earlier. He, to me, is the best part of the prequels. Agreed. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. He is he is the number one takeaway, best part of that whole yeah. trilogy saga, yes. is you learn more about Obi-Wan Kenobi and how much of a giant badass he yes. was. And after, and much like I was mentioning with Rogue One, and then you watch A New Hope, if you watch the prequels and the Clone Wars, and then you watch, especially if you just watch the prequels and then you watch A New Hope, you look at Alec Guinness differently. Yeah. Um, in a good way. Like, you do. It's just, yeah, it, a better. It, he feels more fleshed out. He uh, and uh, but and they've done so much with him in the comics. They've done so much with him in the books. Uh, yeah. He, I mean, and that and that's true for you know all of these characters from you know my number six all the way to my number one, there's just been so much done with these characters that um, really strengthen them, really flesh them out. Uh, and I could not have been happier than to watch the Clone Wars and see Obi-Wan and Kenobi progress as a Jedi Knight uh, in, into the Master. It was pretty much the, the Obi and Anakin story. Yeah, very much so. Absolutely. And that fleshed out so much more to, if you watch... Uh, Phantom Menace, and then you watch Clone Wars, uh, the Attack of the Clones, and then you watch Clone Wars. Then when you watch Revenge of the Sith, it makes so much more sense of like he was like oh, we yeah. were brothers and all. You yeah, know, that whole speech like it means there's He's so, like I loved you. There's so much more depth to that because th- yeah. there's so much time now that you've watched them in the Clone Wars. So mm-hmm. somebody had put together uh, a thing, and I saw it on Facebook or. And you could probably see it on YouTube. It's a video of Alec Guinness giving that speech to Luke about tell me about my father. Yes. And he starts talking about his father and he goes, he, he was, you know, he was and he was a good friend. And you see him going back and they flashback yeah. to you know, the stuff that happened and uh, the other prequel movies and stuff. Yeah. And it, it, it tears you up. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and he had the high ground. Exactly. Always in the background. It's always hello there. That's the the takeaway I get from Han Solo is shoot first, and the takeaway I get from Obi Wan Kenobi is have the high ground. Always have the high ground. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, your number three. Number three for me, like I said, three and four kind of flip flopped a little bit. Number three is Han Solo. Okay. I thought maybe Han number Solo, I thought maybe number three would be Obi Wan, so that's why I thought maybe we would be opposites of each other. But okay, three three Han Solo moved up because of the Han Solo movie. Okay, and I think Luke moved down because of Last Jedi. Okay, but yeah, I mean we we've talked about Han Solo. What what are you what are you gonna say? Right, that hasn't been said. I mean, I didn't know what to say to begin with. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Leia's love interest. Right. Besides Luke. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. A little disturbing there, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's he Kylo Ren's dad, right? And and yes, even Chewbacca, Chewbacca's owner, yeah. You know, and 
It's one of those things when you hear <laughs> no, not Chewbacca's owner. When you hear it's his pet. no, when you no, <laughs> when you hear um, Harrison Ford, you immediately think of Han Solo. It, you can think of Han Solo or Indiana Jones, but it's one of those yeah, two. One of the two, yeah. <laughs> um, you don't you don't normally go to hunt for Red October. No, no. Uh, he epitomized that character so much. Uh, like, oh yeah, he just he, he is he, he is Han Solo. Yeah, absolutely. Even when you just see him doing interviews, I'm like, he's Han Solo. <laughs> yeah, it's Han Solo. Right. Um, yeah, and much like we talk about some of the other characters, has a lot of different looks to him. You know, you have the original uh, New Hope, Han Solo with the vest and everything. You got uh, Bespin Solo. You got Endor with Solo. With jacket. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then you got the you got the new movies where he's got the he's the grizzled Han Solo, and <laughs> and he's still Han. Yeah. And the thing is, he's still Han Solo, and nothing chilled me more when we knew the new, the new movies were coming out than to mm-hmm. see that trailer where he steps on the phone oh, yeah. with Chewie yeah. and says, we're home. Chewie, we're home. Yeah. I had, I loved it. I had so many goosebumps hearing that I and say that line. Tears. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So, yeah. and it's an awesome moment in the movie too. So, Oh, sure. Sure. So. All right, uh, my number three will not surprise anybody. My three, two, and one really won't surprise anyone. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, they're not going to surprise anybody. Uh, my number three is Luke Skywalker. Uh, yeah. I was a was and still am a blonde-haired, blue-eyed kid growing up. Well, I'm not a kid anymore, but uh, yeah. somewhat I am. I thought I thought he might be a little higher than three, honestly. No, no. When you hear two and one, you know what my number two and one are. <laughs> I did, but I thought I thought I know what number one is, so I thought number two and three would change. No, that, no. Uh, so he. <laughs> I know, no, no, no. no. <laughs> my number one, two, and three are probably always going to be my number one, two, and three. So um, <laughs> the only the only shot Vader has is to surpass Obi Wan Kenobi. That's the only shot he yeah. has. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, wicked and Jabba the Hutt for the win, right? <laughs> um. But no, I mean, I was a blonde-haired, blue-eyed kid growing up, and I got to, and that was my first movie was seeing in the theaters with my dad was seeing A New Hope. Uh, yeah. And so here I see a farm boy that ends up being the hero of the rebellion, and he gets this cool lightsaber. I'm like, how could I not absolutely love this character? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then he turns into a total badass by the time uh, Return of the Jedi comes. I love seeing the training in, in Empire Strikes Back. I love that uh, he you know chokes the Gamorrean guards in Return of the Jedi, so he automatically walks in with authority, um, takes down the Rancor, <laughs> does the flip on the sail barge. I'm like, this is the the coolest yeah. guy ever. <laughs> like, the Jedi mind tricks to Bib Fortuna. Right. Uh, yeah. And I did, unlike you, I did love him in Last Jedi. I thought he, he played an awesome character. I didn't like the drinking of the the milk teat bullshit thing. That part I, yeah. did, I could do without. But everything else I thought was great. I thought it was Luke. I thought it was, uh, I thought it, it showed what he'd be like if he had been living alone by himself and kind of like left everything behind him. Um, and, uh, because he he basically lost his hope. You know, you were mentioning he's the hopeful one. He lost his hope because he lost his school. He lost control, and he didn't. He thought he knew what to do. He even says it in the movie. I thought I knew how to teach them, and I found out that I was wrong. And uh, so I just I love the growth of the character, and like you said, with Luke, really the only character so far 
that we've seen from birth to death in these movies. So, um, yeah. So it's just he's awesome character. I will always love Luke. Uh, he'll always have a special oh, place in yeah. my heart. Um, he'll always be in the top five. Yeah, uh, he'll always be in my top three. So, um, all right, you're number two. Number two is uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Nice. And again, all the reasons that you mentioned, everything prequel, yeah. everything Clone Wars, the animated series, yeah. bumped up Ben Kenobi to number two. Yeah, no, he's, all of it. He's, yeah, he's amazing. Um, and like I said, he—I I don't know if it's true for you too, but like he was mu- much lower on my list before the prequels. Oh yeah, before all that, he, he may not have even cracked the top ten. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it was just a the 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 old guy. Yeah. You know, in in the robes who taught the the new guy how to do it, right? And you really didn't get a lot of him. He he was in the movie for let's say half the movie, yeah. And then Vader killed him, and he doesn't. He, you know, yeah. you get a little bit of the the spirit of right. Obi Wan talking to Luke, like trust the Force, right? And then in the uh, Empire and in um, Return of the Jedi, Jedi, yeah, yeah, you, you see him a little bit as a ghost talking to Luke. Right. Which in Je- that's it. which in Jedi it was a bit more, which was great. Um, yeah. So you got to really see him sit down because he Luke. explains. Yeah. yeah, he explains with Luke right. the you know his, his lineage, I guess. But he only shows up a couple times in Empire. Uh, yeah, and that's really it. But yeah, like they but they he tells Luke to go to Dagobah and find Yoda, and then he tells uh, Yoda when Luke leaves that you know that boy was our only hope. Uh, Yoda's like, there's another. Right. So yeah, but I um, yeah, he's a great character. They fleshed him out so much more now. Um, oh yeah, so. yeah. Everything is you know even going back to talking to uh, what Dex yeah. and the Camino darts and yeah. stuff like that. He goes back and he discovers the clones. Yes, like uh, you know he's the one who picks up on that. Yep. And I I even uh, I I love the fact and I hope it becomes true um they that they're talk they've been talking about doing an obi-wan kenobi movie they've been talking about doing an obi-wan yeah. kenobi trilogy potentially uh you could you could and i and i've heard that you and mcgregor would love to come back and play the role and i'm like yes bring him back i am totally for that yeah you, you need him back that's yeah. he was such a great transition to alec guinness because that's the big thing too is like i said you watch the yeah. prequel movies and then you watch the new hope and you're like you can totally believe that you and mcgregor becomes alec guinness yeah now he's off playing Christopher Robin in the Winnie the Pooh Which was movie. a really good movie. I saw that. That was actually pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> no no, no joke. That was actually decent. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. All right. My number two, again, won't surprise you, uh, is R2-D2. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Uh, love R2-D2. But I thought, Luke would, I thought Luke would be higher than R2-D2, no, maybe. No, but. no. I have always loved R2-D2. Um it, he, I, I want an R2D2 in my life. I just want the, I want the astromech droid just following me around, bleeping snarky shit to people, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because he is the character that uses so much foul language that they bleep everything he says. Uh, he <laughs> quite possible, yeah. <laughs> um, I have so many different versions of him as a figure. Um, I had a cassette, I had a cassette player that was an R2-D2 and you push like the buttons on where play and rewind and all that type of stuff. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but I have the, I have the hot toys of them. I have the die cast one that they did of the special black series figures, uh, that were sold at the Disney store. I have that. 
Um, yeah, I've got that one. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty sweet. Um, I'm trying to look around my room right now. I got, I got the black. I got the black series one. one. I've got a bunch. I've got the I've got the vintage one yes. from. Uh, yeah, I want to. I want to get the, With the sticker. So I want to get the black series vintage one. I still have not been able to get that one. The one where it looks, it's the six inch figure scale, but it looks like the vintage card. Oh yeah, yeah. I've only got two of those. I've got Leia and I've got Obi Wan. I've got uh, I've got almost all of them except, well, all the ones I want except for R two and Chewbacca. I think are the only two okay. I don't have like that. Um, they they weren't around long. No, they weren't. The vintage card, which is sad, because yeah. I they should have been like looked like that to begin with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Instead of a stupid black box. Yeah, I've got um, I've got Leia, I've got Han, I've got Luke, um, I've got Obi Wan, I've got Vader. Um, do you have the the farm boy Luke or do you I have, have the X Wing? I have farm boy Luke. Yeah. Yeah, the X Wing. X Wing was, was exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. So I never got that one. Um, I wouldn't mind getting that one, but I'm pretty sure he's pretty expensive now. Um, Possibly. I'd like to get a Vader on the card like that, but I don't have it. Yeah, I have the Vader on the card because he came with the, the box set thing. Yeah. So I have that one. Um, and I'd like to get 3PO. I have 3PO. I do not have R2. Um, so, nice. So I do want to get the R2 one. And then, uh, and like I said, I don't have Chewbacca, so I want to get Chewbacca. Uh, I would like to get a Stormtrooper one. Uh, yeah. And... And maybe a Java one, but I, those aren't as high on my list. I definitely need to get uh, R2 and uh, Chewbacca like that. But uh, yeah, I've got Lego R2s. I've got R2 everywhere. Uh, I even have. I even had the. They did the 3D puzzles. I had, yeah, I had the 3D yeah. puzzle of R2, and it came with a little uh, noisemaker that would make different noises that he he would make, sounds that he would make. Nice. Yeah. And I would uh, I would just carry that around with me and just play the different noises they make. <laughs> So. One of my favorite R2-D2 figures they've ever made was one of the, um, I guess you could say newer ones, but it, it wasn't too new. It was around the time of like Clone Wars and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you push the buttons on it, and it lit up, and it, it beeped. Yeah, yeah. It did the noise and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I still have the figure, but you can press it now, and I guess the battery died, and it doesn't do anything. Nice, nice. The Hot Toys one came with a uh, uh, little table. So you mm-hmm. could have them with where you could put the hologram of Leia and it would light up, so you can make it look like R two is uh, nice is shooting that on there, and he lights yeah. up. He's got uh, buttons you can push on him, and he'll he'll change his lighting on him and everything else. So uh, that's cool. So it's, yeah, it's a very cool figure. Um, all right, so you're number one. <laughs> number one is uh, Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. Yeah, if it wasn't, I was gonna call bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's. Basically, he's the main character of the entire saga. Uh, of the original. Uh, original and the prequels. prequels. Yes, original and prequels. Yeah. Not yeah. so much the sequels. <laughs> no, not so much Not so much the newer trilogy, but yeah. Although he does uh, play a the role. The first six. He does, True. he does play a role. So The first six, it's plus plus animated series, plus all of that. Yeah, it's, it's Anakin Skywalker, Darth Vader. Yeah. And, you know, what are you, what are you going to say about that? I mean, you start off as a young kid, you know, right? pod races himself some freedom. He wins his freedom by pod racing with Qui-Gon Jinn. Qui-Gon Jinn dies. He was going to train him. And, yeah, he makes a promise. Obi-Wan makes a promise to him on his deathbed that he'll train him. Right. So then we get Obi-Wan training, you know, Anakin Skywalker, 
Anakin Skywalker being seduced by Darth Sidious, who's on my list. Yeah. I love uh, I love the whole statement to and how it played out of Obi Wan saying like he was killed by Darth Vader, like yeah. because it's symbolic and it's true. Um, so yeah, it's like Vader was seduced by the dark side because Vader was seduced by the dark side. Anakin wasn't seduced by the dark side. Uh, Anakin gave in to Dar- being Darth Vader, so yeah, killed a bunch of Padawans. Yeah. One, oh, yeah. The, and and again, all you see all the all the comic books they did with Vader, oh, yeah. the Vader series by Marvel. Yeah. It, two Vader series by Marvel, you, and they're both two, and they're yeah. both awesome. They're, and and the, the that scene in in Rogue One where Darth Vader just boards that ship and just tears everyone yeah, an ass. Yeah. If that is awesome. If you have any inkling at all of reading any of the Marvel <laughs> comics that, of Star Wars, read either Vader series. They both went 25 issues, and both of them are equally awesome. Yes. So, And I was skeptical when they went into the second series, because I was like, oh, they're just trying to cash in. How's it going to be as good as the first? Right, because I was like, they're just going to cash in on the fact that people like the first Vader series. And I was like, holy crap, this is as good as it. I'm not going to say it's better, I'm going to say it's as good. It's not better or worse, it's just as good as the first series was. So... Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's great character, great character. Uh, oh, for sure. My num, num my number one is uh, Jar Jar Binks. Uh, That's what I thought. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, my number one is Yoda. Uh, yeah. Should not surprise anybody at all that's listened to the show for any length of time. <laughs> um, I have so many things of Yoda, but I love the character. I love him as he's the Jedi Master. He's the words of wisdom. He is the, uh, you know, he, his look is, is inspired by Albert Einstein. Uh, he, 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 <laughs> he's, a, he's a puppet voiced by Frank, uh, Frank Oz. Oz. Yeah. yeah. So you, he's a Muppet. you guys know how much I love the Muppets, so right. can't go yeah. wrong there. Uh, as much as people may hate Attack of the Clones, I love the fact that Yoda flips around and kicks some ass for once. Um, <laughs> so uh, he, he's just the one that he truly is in tune with the Force above any other Jedi out there. I will argue that to my dying breath. You, If you want to say who's the most powerful Jedi, it's going to be Yoda every single time. Uh, but he didn't get to kill, you know, Darth Sidious. He didn't get to kill the, the Emperor. He didn't, he didn't, the Jedi doesn't kill in anger. <laughs> no, but they were fighting each they other. Were. They, were in, they were in a death. They were. Yeah, and Yoda lost. Well, he just got away. He was, it was odds that he could not overcome. <laughs> it was one on one. What are you talking overcome. about? Oh, oh okay. Um, he he lost the battle. Had he, to go into exile. He, had to go into hiding. He, he he saw the future. He knew what was coming. He knew that this was the way the, of the force, and he knew what he knew. Luke would be coming and bring balance back to the force. <laughs> He's like, I've got to wait twenty one years for this kid to grow right. up. So he lives, spend my so time he lives on Dagobah and goes crazy. Yeah, I love when we first meet Yoda. That is like one of the Oh, you, you think he's going to go take him to the big powerful master yeah. Jedi, and he ends up being the master powerful Jedi. Uh, yeah, beat, that's awesome. Beating R2 with his cane. <laughs> For a flashlight. For a flashlight. Yeah. He's like, uh, who do you seek? And, and as a kid, when I'm watching that, I don't realize that that is Yoda. Now, as an adult, if that happened in a movie, I would totally be like, well, that's Yoda right there. But as a yeah. kid watching it, you're like, 
who the hell is this guy? Like <laughs> the little guy is going to take him to go see the powerful Jedi, right. yeah. or, or is he going to trick him? Because he seems a little crazy. He seems like he's not someone you should trust. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I so my top three characters, uh, Travis actually, our buddy Travis made uh, took those beads and made three of those uh, little these little figures of uh, Luke and R two and Yoda, and they hang up right here in my guest room over the desk. Um, so I have them there. I have. I have the uh, Black Series figure of Yoda, which is actually not good because the coloring is off on it. Uh, yeah, it looked a little wonky. Yeah, it's a little too dark green. Um, but I have the uh, Sideshow figure of Yoda. I'd love to get the Hot Toys version of them. Super expensive, yeah. but super awesome looking. Uh, I have a stuffed plushie sitting right here in front of me of Yoda. Um, they've done tons of stuff with him in the comics. They've done stuff in, in books with him. Um I don't know why. I just love the idea of a little guy that is super powerful, and yeah. and and he's unexpected. That's the thing too. Like I said, when he was first introduced, you don't expect him to be all powerful. And I love the you know, there's the poster of like every you know things, words of wisdom from Yoda, where it's just like everything he said, like size matters not, and and like like just all that. Oh, it's just <laughs> do or do not. There is no. Track. I have that hanging up at my desk at work. Yeah. My wife got my wife got me a, a little thing that has Yoda on it, and it says "Do or do not." There is no try, and it hangs up at work as a reminder. And it's not just because I love Star Wars, but that's just a good reminder for life. <laughs> that's a good life lesson, right? Yeah. So, uh, so Yoda, Yoda is is you know the ultimate mentor. Uh, he is he's the one. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. So, and he plays into the hero's journey, like you were talking about before with Luke. He's the the hermit wise man that. Uh, that takes the hero the rest of the way on his journey. So, yeah, him and Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there's always the imp character, and that's who Yoda is. So that's who. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. yeah. So that is that is my number one. I had a couple of honorable mentions. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention Yoda. Yeah, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, couple of uh, just guilty pleasure characters for me: Admiral Akbar. Okay. It's a uh, Commander Commander Cody. I was actually surprised he wasn't on your list. Uh, I, I had to put Captain Rex above him just because of the whole. He, he, he lent himself so much more to the Clone Wars and was more of a mainstay character. Yeah, he's been developed a lot more than Cody. I, yeah, I like Cody. Exactly. I definitely like Cody. Yeah. But yeah. And uh, Jabba the Hutt. Okay. And Cad Bane. Okay. When they introduce Cad Bane in the Clone Wars, yeah. the animated, I, he's a cool character. He's just, he's just, he just, he basically he's a cowboy. Yeah, yeah. Except he's the bad cowboy. The bad guy. Yeah, he's got the black hat. He's yeah. got the twin pistols, kind of like dealing with Rex and stuff like that. But he's a bounty hunter. Yeah. So you you add that you give him the bounty hunter mystique, which automatically makes him cool. Yeah. You give him a black cowboy hat. He's blue, which a blue character is cool. Yep. What's not to love? Uh, so I have just a few. And yeah. another guilty pleasure character for me yeah. is Hondo Anaka. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Dude, he, come oh, on. he cracks me you, up. I, I love you him. You gotta love Hondo. I do love Hondo. Yeah. And he's from the he's from the Clone Wars. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's No, he's a fun character. He, he's definitely a lot of fun. All the episodes that he's in, he almost single-handedly steals the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he's he's hilarious as as a character. Um, and he, um, I, I forget the the race he is, but he's like one of those Nikto guards or something yeah. like that. Like, like it's in Jabba's palace or something like that. He's one of those guys. Yeah, the Nikto or Nikto or something like that. Yeah. Alright, uh, you have any other honorable mentions? <laughs> no, that's that's it, yeah. I mean, I could go all day oh, with yeah. Star Wars characters naming random nonsense, but. Absolutely. Same here. So I have. Uh, I, try, I tried to limit it. <laughs> all, yeah, all of mine are uh, Expanding Universe. I've added some since we've been talking, uh, so they're just fun ones to talk about. So uh, two of them are old Expanding Universe. We have not seen them return. Uh, actually, three of them are. I just realized there's. Another one there. Um, so these three characters are old expanded universe. They have not returned, and I would love to see all of them return. Uh, there's Kyrkanos, who was the yeah. uh, royal guard. Emperor guard, yeah. yeah. Uh, very cool, and he became a bounty hunter later. Um, Exar Kun, who was the dark Jedi, uh, and he appeared in the Sith War uh, Tales of the Jedi stories, but then he also appeared later on in the Kevin J. Anderson novels as the ghost that was corrupting the Jedi Academy. So, uh, so he, he appeared in multiple ways and Mara Jade, uh, Mara Jade. Yeah. I would love to see Mara Jade be brought back into the universe. I realize you, at this, how are they going to do it now with the Luke thing? Well, I realize you can't, you, well, you could do it, but you wouldn't, you just have to bring her back as not necessarily a love interest for Luke, but you could still bring her back as like her. Background. Maybe she was a teacher okay. at the Luke's Academy and hand. like Kylo Ren killed her. Right. Well, remember there is a, I believe there is a gravestone when we first see Luke on the Island. Maybe. So you could still, you could play into that. So it might be one of those tortoise people. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> yeah. Who, um, who knows? But I, I would be fine bringing her back as like the emperor, as the emperor's hand and she never becomes a love interest of Luke. Just bring her back. As, oh, just what she was originally. Yeah. And then just bring her back and, and, and develop her as a character, make her become good without the whole Luke influence or something. So, yeah. Um, and then, uh, a newer character in the comics, uh, and her two sidekicks, uh, Dr. Afra. Yeah. Uh, really cool character. She first appeared in the Vader series, and her two droid sidekicks was just Triple Zero and BT, uh, BT2, I think, or BTZ, I think. Z. Z. Yeah. Um, so they're basically the evil versions of R2 and 3PO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Triple Zero's no joke. I love Triple Zero. <laughs> like, that's what I always wanted 3PO to be. Because <laughs> yeah, he's just a train killer. He just wants to, he's eager to kill somebody. He's like, just let me kill him. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah. Let me kill him just a little bit. <laughs> I'll just kill him a little bit. Not all the way, just a little bit. And then BT's got like the arsenal that you always wanted R2-D2 to have. <laughs> yeah. Just guns. You got a weapon for that? I've got just it. Just guns pop out everywhere. Uh, but the, the Dr. Alpha series is still going on. It's still yeah. it's still ongoing. Um, yeah, they're making a character of her. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, she's just a cool character. It's a fan favorite. Yeah, yeah, she's kind of... She's a little bit of Indiana Jones uh, in the Star Wars universe. That's kind of a little bit what she's like. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then two Rebels characters that I really like. Uh, I love Sabine. Uh, yes. The Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, she is. She's awesome. Uh, I love the fact that she tags everything, spray paints. Yeah. Um, you got Kane and Jarrus. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and then Chopper. 
I, I, Chopper. I mean, yeah. I got R2 as my number two. I got to mention Chopper. Chopper is R2 if he, if R2D2 had more of an attitude. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's, he's like R2D2 with an attitude. Yeah, I'd say that. Um, so, yeah. Chopper. He, he makes a movie appearance, too. Yeah, he, he does. Chopper in a, he does. In a Rogue One. Yep, he does. And you hear, and, uh, you hear Hera mentioned over the Hera, speaker. Yeah, on the, yeah. You hear her name, yeah. Yeah, so... They have done uh, Black Series figures of Sabine and Hera and um, the hell? Kane and Jairus. Kane and Jairus, yeah. Uh, so they've done those. I, no Zeb. No Zeb. They were supposed to do Ezra, and we haven't, Ezra, and we yeah. haven't seen them yet. And they have not done Chopper yet. So no. I want them to... F- they should do a, an Ezra Chopper two-pack. Yeah, I want to see them do the, those last three figures because I have the other three, and I would love to have like a Rebels set up. Complete set, yeah. yeah that'd be awesome. That'd be very cool. Um, just curiosity, how many of the new, how many characters from the new movie exclusive, like Ray and Poe and Finn? I think you just had Ray and, and, and Finn. I had Ray and Poe. Po. Yeah. That's it of the new ones, yeah. I had, I had Ray, Poe, BB-8, and Jen Erso and Cassian. Yeah. And then just looking at, um, the Rebels stuff, I have, uh, three figures, or three characters from that. I've got Grand Admiral Thrawn. Rebels or Clone Wars, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, Ahsoka Tano, and Captain Rex. I've got Rex and Ahsoka, yeah. Yeah. So. So the rest is just yeah, and classic and, original trilogy, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and like you said, I could talk about these. I can talk about Star Wars characters all night. Uh, oh yeah, I, for I sure. Mean, you, we you could literally go to just the Wikipedia page and just start talking and just start going alphabetically and I name can, a character. Yeah. yeah. And I could talk about it. It, it is way more flushed out of a universe than G.I. Joe. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. At no fault of G.I. Joe, though. No, uh, no. They, not saying they, one's better than the other. They just but need, to, they do need to do more with Joe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, G.I. Joe had, a, 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 you know, the 87 movie, the cartoon, right. and it had a couple of uh, live-action movies yeah. where Star Wars has a whole well, you know, saga and trilogy of movies plus comic books. Now... And, there, w- there was a time when we were kids. There was those three movies, and that was it. And there, yeah, and there was like a, that was there was it, a couple yeah. novels, and that was it. There, were, there was the Adventures of Han Solo and the, the Adventures of Lando Calrissian, and then there was Splinter of the Mind's Eye. That was it. There was those three books and the three movies. Three That's movies. That's all yeah. you had. <laughs> well, and then there was the. The Christmas special. Yeah, we don't talk about the holiday the, special. The, yeah, we, we don't we don't mention that. <laughs> and then there was the uh, the, the Ewok droids and Ewoks cartoon. Ewoks cartoon, the droids cartoon, and then the Ewoks TV specials. Oh, the, those were bad too. I have those. Those are bad. <laughs> I like them. They're fun. They're not good. We, I need to have you over. And we need to do a, a watch of one of those. Oh my we'll, God, we'll no! They're not as they're they're better than the holiday special. Yes. I will give you oh, that. Oh, they're way better than the holiday special. <laughs> but yes. that's a low bar. <laughs> yeah, that's some low hanging fruit right there. But yeah, they're they're better, but not by a lot. Yeah. And I I have the droids and Ewoks cartoons on DVD that they did a release where it's like I think you get like five or 10 episodes of each one, maybe, maybe eight or something, somewhere around there. Uh, but you get, you don't get the full series. You just get, no, yeah, a couple. Um, I'm curious. I'm going to have to check in Baltimore when we go to Baltimore. (laughs) If the bootleg guy has the entire series of Ewoks, I'm sure he does. Yeah. If they ever produced them, I don't know. That Ewoks, 
that's a horrible cartoon. I liked it. The the song was horrible. The song is bad. The theme song? Yeah, the song's bad. The E, 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 yeah. well, it's, it's horrible. It's bad. I do have an animation cell from it, which oh, has nice. Wicked. I got that at Baltimore Con the one year. Uh, oh, that's cool. It has Wicked and his uh, girlfriend, is it Krasia or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard people say uh, on other you know Star Wars websites and stuff like that, like some of those animated cells over time, yeah. the, the paint ends up coming off them, so you have to get them like... Like if you really have one you like and want to keep it in good shape and stuff like that, get it framed with like that special like acetone paper yeah, and stuff yeah. like that so it doesn't fall to pieces. Yeah, um, yeah, mine's still in really good shape, so I, I'm <laughs> that's good. I'm happy that's with good. it because those things are over what thirty years old. Oh yeah, so at least. But it's yeah, uh, that was something I, I found in Baltimore. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take this. I, I just. It, Regardless of if I have fond memories or not fond memories of that cartoon, I was like, this is just a cool Star Wars piece to own. So, I think I would do that too if I saw a Dukes of Hazard cartoon animated. Oh yeah, sell. Like you know that that cartoon was kind of hokey. Yeah. It wasn't that good. Right. It had a couple of good moments to it. Yeah, and the good moments were the generally. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah, but yeah, I would I would probably get one. <laughs> yeah, there's there's certain things that I I I'm, I focused recently on some animated cell things because. Some of them you can get relatively cheap. Not G.I. Joe or Transformers, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, those ones go through the roof. Right. But I was able to get a whole bunch of Ghostbusters ones from the real <laughs> Ghostbusters. Um, now, Masters of the Universe, you could kind of pick up pretty yeah, cheap, too. Yeah, yeah. Relatively, relatively inexpensive. Depending on what you're is. wanting, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff like that that you can get at a pretty decent price. So... Yeah, but like you said, if you're looking for Transformers or GI Joe, you're going to pay a lot. Be prepared to be prepared to plop down a couple hundred dollars if, minimum, if not thousands. Minimum, yeah. yeah if you could find them, yeah. yeah. I've seen a Megatron that was like two thousand dollars. <laughs> the Transformer ones do go for more money. Yeah, yeah. But I would, I would love to own one of those too. Like I, I have gotten into some of the animation cells because I do want to get them framed and hang hang them up in the room here because I. That was my childhood. I watched those cartoons. I had the toys, and I and I read the I read some of the comics. Like I want to have the I want to have the triple threat right there if I haven't some of the animation stuff. So yeah, um, next you'll be collecting old cereal boxes, right? <laughs> the GI Joe action stars and Transformers had a cereal too. Yeah, and you, you had your C three POs. Those were good. They were good. I remember liking those. Those were yeah. those were better than the damn droid cartoon. Yeah, I'll still I'll still enjoy the droid cartoon. Uh, it's it's not good. No, it's not. But I, I still would enjoy it. Um, I actually have the um, the Ewoks omnibus that nice. Marvel put out. I have yet to crack it open to read it, but I'm like, it's gonna be hokey fun, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Ewoks omnibus. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. So talk about a cash grab. Right. They were like, hey, we got this. Put it in the hardcover omnibus. People will buy it. <laughs> Sell it. <laughs> <laughs> they, have been, they have been releasing the trades, so if you just want the cheaper version, you can do that. So. Yeah, but, you know, diehards, we, we need the hardcover. Right. Oh, yeah. that's. I jumped at it as soon as I saw it. <laughs> so. If they slap Star Wars logo on it, you oh, jump on it as so, soon as you see it. I will tell you the thing that I didn't order and I regret it because I'm just like, oh, I so want it, was the Walt Simonson Artist Edition of Star, oh, Star, yeah. Star Wars. I thought you said you were going to get that. I took it off my order. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if I see it in Baltimore, I'll probably pick it up. But 
it was just I I was like it's just too expensive. So they were going to do a GI Joe like that. I know I had that one ordered. They never they never did. They they it was they didn't have enough pre orders for it. Is what I found out. Yeah. So. Oh, I don't remember who it was. Was it Michael Golden? Or I don't remember who it was. Uh, I think it was just G.I. Joe. It was going to have certain issues in it. So oh, just different it, artists. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like a, one specific artist. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, they... I remember John was upset about that, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they recently, I think it was like a month or two ago, they, did, uh, they announced the Walt Simonson Artist Edition Star Wars, and I was like... Oh, so why? Because I have the Al Williamson one. I have the yeah. I have the Star Wars one. I have the uh-huh. Dark Empire. It wasn't done by that one. wasn't done by um, IDW. That wasn't an artist edition, but it was a it was the same type of thing where it was just they took Dark Empire uh, several issues of it and they just did uh, oversized uh, of the original art. So I have that. So the Walt Simonson one is going to be the only one of Star Wars I don't have. Um, so I, yeah, you could probably pick it up on the secondary market. It might be a little bit more, yeah, but like I said, I, I think they'll have it at Baltimore and I'll probably just have to get it then. Unfortunately, I'll pay full price for it at that point, but maybe but, you might be able to work a deal. Yeah. So we'll see. Plus just, just don't go wearing a star Wars shirt. Right. <laughs> well, that's going to be hard to avoid. Uh, <laughs> I, I know it's half your wardrobe right, down. Right. Uh, it is. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and Walt Simonson should be there, so it's like it's all the more reason I'm like, oh, I really want to have that because I want to get him to sign it. Oh yeah, so he's such a nice guy. He too. is. He's super nice. <laughs> I the last time I went to Baltimore, uh, we were with our friend Nick, and we were waiting in line, and I actually got a sketch from Walt Simonson. I had him draw Spider Man. Nice. Well, you you got him to draw Beta Ray Bill for me. I I got uh, yeah, I yeah, had him yeah. draw Brol. That was at Super Show. They had him. Yeah. And he drew Brol for me <laughs> from. Uh, uh, World of Warcraft, and then you were like, I don't really want a Walt Simonson sketch, so if you want me to have him draw something for, for you, let me know. And I was like, all right, have him draw Beta Ray Bill. So I've got Beta Ray Bill and Brol from uh, from Walt Simonson. And then he signed, uh, I had a Star Wars issue that was him and his uh, wife, Louise, before they were married. So Louise Simonson wasn't Louise Simonson in that issue, it was Louise Jones. And uh, I had them both sign that issue. I think it was issue nice. fifty-four or something like that of the original Marvel run. <laughs> the number one. Isn't that where you bought the first, it, like the Star Wars number, number one, one of the yes. Marvel series? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I, st- I thought so. Yeah. yeah. And I still have that, so still in great condition. So nice. But yeah, so that's our list. Uh, we did have some listeners uh, send their list in. I, I have screenshots of those. Yeah, it's pretty practical now because I think Celebration, yeah. Star Wars Celebration's going on. Yep. We might be seeing a trailer. I don't know if this episode will be out before that happens. Uh, I think, I think, yeah, there should be a trailer for the new movie yeah. and a title. Yeah, so looking forward to that. Uh, it might be just be yeah. a teaser trailer, but still cool. I'll take it, yeah, yeah exactly. anything. Um, so we had from uh, Brad Bellinger, he had uh, his, his top ten was, number ten was Sabine Wren. Nice. Uh, his number nine was Hondo Onaka. I told you, dude, Hondo. <laughs> I like Hondo. <laughs> I wasn't knocking. He him. almost made the list. It just cracked me up that he that you had that you mentioned him because I think he's a hilarious character. He's he's a lot of fun. I love that guy. You can kind of tell where this guy's love is with the expanding universe. Brad's love is so he has uh, number eight is Asajj Ventress, who we've not mentioned, but yeah. she's a cool character. Uh, number seven is Sokotano. Yeah. Uh, number six, Anakin Skywalker. 
Oh, he's a Clone Wars fan. Yeah, that's what I'm picking up I here. Love it. Uh, number five is Admiral Piet. Uh, oh, okay, cool. That which is an interesting choice because I don't think he lived yeah. very long. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't. No. Uh, number four is Princess. Maybe he's related to the guy, right? Uh, number four is Princess Leia. Number nice. three is Luke Skywalker. Classic. Uh, number two is R two D two, and his number one. <laughs> you are not going to like this. His number one is Chewbacca. Different. <laughs> uh, him and I can't be friends because he doesn't have Han Solo in his top ten anywhere. See, I told you that would come back to bite you in the ass. I just, hey, that was his choice, not mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, then we have uh, Cord Robido. Uh, he has number 10 is R2-D2. His number 9 is Captain Rex. Nice. His number 8 is Leia. His number 7 is Ahsoka Tano. Uh, his number 6... Ooh, Ahsoka over Leia. Yeah. His nice. uh, number 6 is Yoda. His number 5 is Chewbacca. His number Chewbacca getting some love. Yeah, number four is Han Solo. His okay. number three is Obi Wan Kenobi. Nice. Uh, his number two is Darth Vader, and love it. his number one is Luke Skywalker. <laughs> can't go wrong with you. Can't go wrong with the top three. No. Uh, I mean, there's certain orders you could put them in, but yeah. those guys are in the top three. Yep. That's legitimate. Yep. That's legitimate. Then we have uh, our buddy Sam. Uh, yeah. His number ten is General Grievous. Uh, okay, Grievous is very some love. yeah, very cool character. Uh, we've not mentioned him, but I do love that character. Um, That's another character that honestly you could take another comic book series, yes. General Grievous, and just do it. Yeah. You could start him off because he wasn't always a robot. Right. You could start him off like that and his development into that. It's almost like a Vader esque kind of story, yeah, I, which that's what they, you know, foreshadowing. That's another story that's in that Visionaries trade that I mentioned, which is you see Grievous when he was part of his tribe. Uh, yeah, and it's a cool story, and you and you see him changing over. So, like, if you can track down that Visionary, that Star Wars Visionaries book, it's it's worth getting, just for those two stories alone: the General Grievous story and the Darth Maul story. Totally worth it. Uh, but yeah, I love Grievous, I th- and I agree with you. I think they could totally do like a mini series or an ongoing series that shows the gradual change of the character. So, yeah. Uh, but his number nine is Sokotano. Uh, his cool. number eight is K two S O. So there's some, okay. some love for Rogue One there. Uh, I love K two S O too. I do as well. Uh, his number seven is Poe Dameron. His number cool. six is Han Solo. So Sam and I can still be friends. Uh, nice. His number five is Plo Koon, which that's an interesting choice. That's good. I like Plo Koon. I like Plo Koon, too. Plo Koon and Kit Fisto. I'm a big fan of both of them. Yeah, I think I like Kit Fisto a little bit more I, than Plo Koon, but that's, that's fine. But yeah, Plo Koon's cool looking. Uh, his number four is Qui-Gon Jinn. That's Love another it. character we haven't really talked about, but a very cool character. Uh, yeah, Liam Neeson. Yeah. His uh, number three is Darth Vader. His okay. number two is Yoda. And nice. his number one is Luke Skywalker. Can't go wrong with those top three either. No, no. Uh, then we had, let's see, this Matt Anderson. Uh, he gave his number 10 is Yoda. Mm-hmm. His number nine is Lando. His okay. number eight is Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> nice. Jabba's getting some love there. Uh, his number seven is R2-D2. His uh, number six is Wicket, the Ewok. Nice. Uh, his number five is Darth Vader. His okay. number four is Princess Leia. His mm-hmm. number three is Han Solo. His number two is Obi-Wan Kenobi. And his number one is Luke Skywalker. So Matt and I can still be friends as well. 
Yeah, he can't go wrong. Yeah, he's got. If you remember at the end of Solo, he says we're going to go to Tatooine. We're yes. going to hook up with this gangster who's got a job. Yeah, it's Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, uh, it all and comes back he had, full circle. Yeah, yeah, he did have two honorable mentions, which is Ray and Poe. He said both of them may make his top ten list someday. So yeah, I mean, like I said, they they could go up and down depending on the new movie yeah. and how everything plays out. But yeah, yeah, as of right now, where everything stands, that's what's where they were. Yeah. So that's uh, those are all we had because uh, we didn't like do a, a post on Facebook or anything like that. So that was uh, what people had emailed in or messaged in to say who their top tens were. So very cool list. Nice. Um, nice. Yeah. Very very happy to see that. Uh, and I like the fact that we did these episodes because <laughs> again, it's been years since we did the top fifties, and they were like in the first you know ten or twenty epi- yeah. episodes we did. Yeah. yeah, it was a long time and. Not only that, but when we did those back then, I did my top 50 Star Wars characters. You did your top 50 Joe characters. We never heard really the opposite. We never side. crossed over. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I got for the first time to hear your top 20 Star Wars characters. And, and granted, it's, it would have been different back then for you, but. Yeah, because some of them weren't even around right, or mentioned yet. Right. But, uh, but it's cool to, to be able to know where we are. And who knows, 10 years from now, we might do another list like this and it'll be totally different again. So. Yeah, maybe even after the movie. Who does? Right, right. So, um, anything else you want to throw out there or mention? Uh, let me think. I think I'm good. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah. So, uh, how can people find you? Uh, random social medias and, uh, you know, Facebook, the Star Joe's page and stuff like that. Nice. That's, that's roughly it. Cool. Uh, well, you can. Uh, I want to give a shout out to our uh, Patreon members. Uh, we have uh, Jonathan Morgantini. He has his podcast, Just Roll With It. Uh, we have uh, Will Bell uh, with his Dudes in Toyland. I am still supposed to appear on there. Him and I have been in talks. Uh, he's supposed to come back to me with a date that's going to work for them, uh, and uh, we'll we'll have that episode. Uh, and, uh, then we also had a new person reach at, uh, submit at sponsor level and he really didn't have much to, he wanted to promote right now. Uh, he just said he really loves the show and he really wanted to support the show, which is why he donated at the sponsorship level. Um, nice. but he, uh, it was Jason Pravat and oh, thank you, sir. he does have an Instagram he threw out there, which is pop culture Carolina. So he posts some of his geekdom through that. He said he does have a website. However, he does not have it put together yet. And once he does, he'll let me know so I can promote that cool. on the show. But it's to help, you know, show this geeky stuff that he loves. So, um, but he really does appreciate the show and I appreciate all the support. Uh, Patreon members are awesome. Uh, I just put out a four hour episode on Patreon. So, you're getting some big, chunky episodes if you like those uh, by joining Patreon. So I try to make it worth your money. Uh, you can get all extra Sarjo's episodes for as low as $3 a month. So it's I think by giving a four-hour episode, you're getting your money's worth right there. So <laughs> Yeah, this one's going to be uh, two hours plus. plus so. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, But I appreciate it because it does help take care of the cost with the show and helping to make the show better and everything else. So... Um, I also wanted to mention I will be I, I mentioned it to Chuck before we started recording I'll be appearing on another podcast uh, I mentioned a buddy of mine Yusuf uh, who I got to meet and get to know he's the the husband of a friend of my wife's and we hung out at this place called 18-bit 
uh, bar or cafe. It's a bar. Was it 16 bit or 16 bit? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a bar where you can drink and play video games for free. And him and I became like lost brothers. Uh, he was just awesome guy. We played the Turtles uh, game, the original Turtles uh, arcade game. Uh, together we played the X-Men game uh, that I love so much. Uh, and then we played like the Simpsons game. I don't know if you remember that arcade game. Yeah. So, but yeah, we just had a blast all night. We started talking about geeky movies and, and, and he started asking me questions about the podcast because he was looking to do a podcast. So he does have a podcast. It's called in flight entertainment. It's like I N hyphen flight, uh, entertainment. And what they do is him and his co-host, they talk about movies, but they talk about it with the, with the thought that you might be watching these movies on an airplane. And like, how does that work? Is it a movie that works well for an airplane? Cause you don't have to pause. You can pause it multiple times if you need to and not miss anything. Or sometimes, you know, how you can't hear something as well on an airplane. Is that going to play a factor for you in enjoying the movie or not? So they not only review a movie naturally, but then they kind of review it with the thought that you might be watching it on an airplane as well. Um, so he's going to do some retro movies, and the one I'm going to be appearing on is we are going to do the Transformers movie from the 80s, the cartoon movie. So uh, I'm looking forward to the, to doing that. Uh, they are on iTunes, and they are on um, Podbean, and uh, I believe one other channel, but I, I'm going to talk to him about getting on Stitcher Radio as well, uh, because that's a, a great place for people to find podcasts. So, uh, But yeah, so when that's out there, I'll post that on the Facebook page for Star Joe's so that people can find that as well. Uh, so we do have a fan page. We do have a group page. Uh, you request to be part of the group, and I'll approve it as soon as I see it. You can call and leave us a voicemail. As far as I know, the phone number still works. So test it out. It's 440-941-JOES, 440-941-JOES. Leave us a voicemail, and we'll play it on the air and respond to it. Uh, you can email us at starjoespodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter. It's at starjoespodcast. And you can follow us on Instagram. Uh, that's where I post not only about episodes coming up, but I also post uh, the comics that I'm currently reading. So, uh, yeah. so all good One stuff. More- one thing real quick before we uh, sign off with yeah. our signature tagline here. Real good friend of the show and personal friend of ours, uh, Travis Fowler. Travis yeah. is going through some uh, personal stuff right now in his life. I, he put it on Facebook, so I guess it's public knowledge. So yeah. he's going through a divorce right now. Yeah. Never a good thing. Um, rough situation. Always bad. We just want to wish him the best of luck. Yep. Hang in there, Travis. We, we love you, buddy. If you need us, give us a call. Um, you know you got. We're, we're there for you. Yeah, you know you got a whole community here. Uh, people love Uncle <laughs> Teabag, so yeah, we a lot of us going. We've already been through something like that, and we can definitely relate. And if you need to talk, brother, your your friends are here. Yep, absolutely. So yeah. Well, on that fun note, uh, <laughs> I know way to way to bring it down and kill it. But yeah, it, it does it does get better, Travis. Yeah. We love you. Hang yeah. in there, buddy. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and close the show by saying the force will be with you. Because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, everyone. See you.